It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. Tonight is April the 14th, year 2015, episode number 53. And we are very, very proud to announce that. We are also happy because we are celebrating National Poetry Month for the entire month of April. So if you are a poet during the month of April, feel free to call into the Exceptional Scribble Show, preferably from 9 p.m. till 11, and we will definitely feature you as an artist and give you the platform to spread love, sharing your artistry with the world. And for tonight's show, I'm going to be very specific. First and foremost, I am Fran, the sage poet. I am the host of the Exceptional Scribble Show, and alongside with me, I am delighted to have none other than the co-host, Queen Nikki Fertile Spirit. And at this time, I'm going to pass the mic on to her so that she can share with you what's on her heart. Welcome, Queen Nikki. Welcome, welcome. You always feel like, I I never really know how I'm going to be welcomed into this show because you always provide an extensive, warm welcome, and it's different (laughs) every single week. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to a, I mean, you do an exceptional job. That's why you're exceptional. Welcome, everybody, to another Tuesday night for the Exceptional Scribble Show. We have a very special feature for you tonight. He's also a member of Team Jaguar, and uh, we're looking forward to listening to some of his music and some of his stories. Please follow along. You can call in, 724-444-744, ID number 133193. Log in, follow us on the chat, and join in the conversation. I'm sure we will kick up your feet. The guests would love to have you to ask any questions and comments. Um, and by all means, also connect with us on the fan page, Exceptional Scribble Show, and on Twitter, Exceptional Scribble. Back to you, Francine. Thank you. Thanks, Queen Nikki. And I really appreciate that. Thanks so much for filling in and informing all of our listening audience as to what the call-in number is for them to join the call this evening. And as Queen Nikki Fredal Spirit shared, ladies and gentlemen, please join the call tonight. You will want to join in and ask questions, and uh, you will want to even share some remarks upon hearing the exclusive interview, which will take place in a few minutes. So once more, I'm going to give you that information. For those of you who would like to call in, the call-in number is 724 444 
7444. I repeat, 724-444-7444. And the show's ID number is the following, 133-193. I repeat, 133-193. And thank you again, Queen Nikki Fertile Spirit. You always know just how to put in words just what all of the listening audience need to hear primary, what they need to hear first. And I appreciate that about you. That's why You're we're exceptional. a team. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're a team. I'm looking forward to learning more about our feature artists as well. I'm, yes. I'm excited. Yes, indeed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are in for a spectacular treat tonight. I am so very, very pleased to announce that we will have the following special guest as the feature artist in the spotlight for tonight's show. We are privileged to have here on the panel the Exceptional Scribbles show, Mr. Joseph Yosako, otherwise known as J-Yo. And Joseph Yosako is the head president of J. Yo Productions. Yes, he is the CEO, the head president of J. Yo Productions. And for those of you on Facebook, you can do a search under J. Yo Productions, J hyphen Y O Productions, and you will find the web page, the website where you can learn more details about what is J. Yo Productions doing? What are they up to? What's happening now? What's the newest in music? What's his latest in, uh, you know, a a release? You know, where is he performing now? So please go on Facebook, do, do the search under J.O. Productions, ladies and gentlemen, and you will find out all of those juicy details. And of course, because you're tuning in tonight, during this time, you're going to hear it straight from J.O. himself. So get ready, get ready, get ready. And for those of you on Twitter, yes, you can find him there, J. Yosako, J.O., J.O., he is there. And um, we'll discuss a little more later on during his interview. He will share with you all of the social media contacts that he has, which are available to you so that you can connect with him after the show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen? But without any further ado, what I'm going to do at this time is play a song which is entitled All My Best, All My Best. And this, of course, is a song which was produced. Also, the beats and the rhythms were all created by J.O. himself. So tune in, ladies and gentlemen, and let's listen to his piece. Fire. 
was blazing in my soul. I'm trying to get this money before I turn old. I was in the storm like a blizzard in the cold. Steady working hard to get my beat flow. It's a fucked up life, just gotta grasp a hold. And watch all my hopes and dreams unfold. Into something great, time to take control. I'll just wait till this record deal explodes. It's an uphill climb and a rocky road. That's why I switch it up, all different modes. Wait until my music packs with a bar code. Then you can pop all around me from the east to west coast. J.O. Productions is the label that shows how to get the game, finish and sold. Trying to get it owned by a big record label so I can see this money spread out on the table. I always try to give you all my best. That's why I work late, no time to rest. I gotta keep making these beats, banging your head. I will write to express till I'm dead. I always try to give you all my best. That's why I work late, no time to rest. I gotta keep making these beats, banging your head. I will write to express till I'm dead. I'm hoping that I get rich one day so I can make these people doubt go away. Listen to the music, sit back and sway. I'm cooking up these beats. Like a buffet, so get out your tray, it's time to eat. I walk holes in my shoes, I can see my feet. I will refuse not to take a beat. Nine out of ten rappers out there are weak. And don't write the truth when they speak. I just give your ears a musical treat. People that feel my beats are nothing but speak. Who can't make it on their own, we out of reach. I'm trying to be chilling on the road in a tweet. If you don't have the skill, best take a seat. Cause very few out there can compete. I love the thrill of victory, it's so sweet. I always try to give you all my best. That's why I work late, no time to rest. I gotta keep making these beats, banging your head. I will write to express till I'm dead. I always try to give you all my best. That's why I work late, no time to rest. I gotta keep making these beats, banging your head. I will write to express. Till I'm dead Okay, wow What a spirited way to bring on our Feature artist in the spotlight tonight. Without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I present to some and introduce to others. Jay Yo, welcome to the Exceptional Civil Chef. <laughs> Hello, Francine. How are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm fine. Thanks. I'm fine. And we are really excited. Uh, Queen Nikki, is there anything you'd like to say to Jay Yo after hearing uh, that? Hit by him. That's one of the uh, singles, one of his singles. Okay, I think we kind of had a little disconnect here. Queen Nikki will be reconnecting with us every once in a while. There's technical difficulties um, that we do encounter on TalkShoe. But, um, Jay, so what we'll do in the meantime is discuss um, how did you go about um, producing or composing that particular piece, All My Best? I really love the lyrics. I think that you really tell your story and uh, what your drive is as for your passion for what you're doing. 
And if you could just kind of touch on that and, and elaborate for our listening audience, that would be wonderful. And thanks. Oh, yeah. Uh, the song All My Best basically came from, basically um, is an expression that I use that um, what that goes with my music and goes with everything I do in life, that I always try to give people all my best at everything that I do. And I try to give it 110%. And what I was writing in that song was basically telling the fans that I will continue to give them my best, no matter you know how deep the waters get or how many struggles you have to go through. I went through as many struggles. Everybody goes through struggles, and it's just a song that releases you know you know telling my side of the story, telling them that even though I've been in a bad car accident and everything like that that happened to me, mm-hmm. um, I still was able to walk again. And the lights were dark at one point in my life, but then I ended up uh, regaining myself through music, and it really helped me. So that's pretty much where the song originated from. Okay. So you, in other words, you would say that music is a remedy. Yes, it is uh, 100% my remedy, and... It doesn't matter to me that if, you know, like everybody's out for all the think that music's going to like make them a bunch of money and stuff like that. It's about expressing yourself. And what mm-hmm. I do with my music is, you know, I like that people like my music, but if like somebody decides not to like it, like it's not going to break my heart or anything like that because I'm making it for myself is what I'm doing. Is It's my therapeutic way of releasing Instead of doing stuff in a negative manner, I just pick up a pen and pad and mm. sit on my pen and pad. Very well, very well. And I'm glad that you expressed that because we have listeners of all backgrounds that tune into this show. We have listening a listening audience of various age groups, and I think that it's very important, especially for our youth today, that they understand that um, art is definitely a means for expression and and it, it it is for them to utilize the arts as an outlet to express what they're feeling, to express uh, what they're thinking even, you know. And a lot of times I think because they feel closed in, they feel like they're imprisoned, they're not really utilizing the arts in that manner where they can get that release that they need and not have to have so much that they're holding on inside, which is very um, counterproductive. It's not proactive. It can, you know, lead lead them into doing deviant things that would be destructive rather than constructive. Could you share, um, touch on maybe an experience uh, from your youth and how music really rescued you out of some uh, very terrible times and helped you uh, when you really needed that relief from all of the troubles that you were facing in your life? Yeah, actually, I got something more relevant because this is the main thing that happened to me in life that was very, very, that had me either where I could either choose to survive and walk again and everything. Mm, Thank you. And I got into a bad, very bad car accident where my my leg was shattered into 30 pieces and I was partially mm. out of a window and the car rolled three times and I had a bunch of injuries and I my heart stopped twice and I got mm. 
flown, flown to Hahnemann Hospital, and it was just a mess. And at that point, I could have really went downhill, but music was my way of uh, venting through what I was going through, why I couldn't walk, and other things that I was going through, depression and stuff at the time. Oh, okay. All right. That's And, you know, that's a story of triumph, um, how you were able to take something tragic, a tragedy, and turn it into a triumph. And um, even in reference to uh, your heart stopping twice and things, did you have like a, a an experience? I've uh, heard many testimonies of people when they heart, their heart stopped or, you know, they stopped breathing. Some actually saw the other side. They experienced the afterlife. Did, did you have any uh, such experiences? And um, if so, yeah. could you share? Yeah, actually I did. Um it was, I don't really remember it. I was in intensive care at the time, and I was really coming out of a bad, you know, situation. And I um, basically uh, told my grandmom that my grandfather and uh, my dog, uh, I seen them. And my grandfather told me that he held my hand up so my head didn't hit the concrete while the car was rolling with my body hanging out of the window. Wow. Oh, I, my. I don't think I would have told her that if, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think I would have lied to my grandma and made that up. Right, right, exactly. Amazing, amazing. Um, You know, and I'm glad that you shared that some people would rather not talk about such things, you know. Um, you know, people have taboos. Like, unfortunately, we still live in a world today where, a lot of talk about, like, the afterlife and so forth. Some people are, they, they're they reluctant because they feel that people will mock them or um, treat them as though they're strange, you know, that it's just not the kind of thing, you know, some people are doubt, more doubtful than those that would truly say, yes, this is a real um, reality, it's an actuality. So I do commend you on being um, unafraid and being um, bold with stating that yes, I I did have an experience of such, and and um, I'm sure it changed your life. Oh, dramatically, dramatically changed my life. I had to go through three years of physical therapy, and I went to the point actually that the insurance company won't support me to go to physical therapy anymore. I had to. You know, I I got to the point where three years was a long time. So basically, they either said they basically said this is what you're gonna go with, and that's what you mm. got with. You know, so I just made the best out of it, and I'm I'm like a hundred percent better. I could walk fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. You know. Wow, that willpower. Yeah, spirit, will, um, drive, desire, and I'm sure you could say music definitely helped. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I I do my music. That's what I tell people all the time. I'm not out here to get rich off my music. I'm out here just to express myself. That's all I want to do. Like, if I, you know, if I sell a couple albums or get fans and they like me and they can relate to me, then that's fine. But as far as music goes, like, I'm not out to make a million dollars and stuff like that. I mean, it would be nice, but, you know, I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, make millions and millions of dollars. I just want to do it from the bottom of my heart, more or less than anything else. 
I heard that. I heard that. And 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 that is honorable to hear. I believe that every true artist truly in their heart they they do what they do because they're passionate about doing it. It's not so much about the music. It's it's about the passion for for that art that they produce. So, with that said, I'm going to play another selection by J.O., ladies and gentlemen. This one is entitled, I'm Going to Rip Ya. But, J.O., could you share a little background information about that piece and how you came about composing it? Oh, yeah. This one's actually uh, uh, kind of like a, a touchy one. Uh, basically, what happened was is the car accident that I was involved in, there was a couple people that were involved, and mm-hmm. basically... Um, they're running from the law and not trying to do lawsuits or anything that I have on them. So basically what I wrote in that song is saying that either you're going to have to deal with the cops or you're going to have to deal with me because you decided mm. to And that's where that came about. I had a lot of anger in my system at that time. So that's where that song came about. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for giving us that introduction to what we're about to listen to. And at this time, ladies and gentlemen, you're about to hear I'm Going to Rip Ya by J.O. Fun and cut out your lungs. Fuck the guns. Let's go toe to 
That was I'm going to rip you, ladies and gentlemen. And for those of you who have the Internet, you can go to SoundCloud and you can do a search under J-Yo, that's J-Y-O, and you should be able to uh, connect with his uh, page where he has all of his songs. They're the compilation of a series of songs. And just be aware, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you whom have children maybe that are uh, the ages, I would say, um, 8 and 9 and 10. Um, uh, Some of the songs do have strong language and graphic content, so for parents you would want to monitor the uh, music and just so that you're aware of what your children are listening to for those of you who do have certain uh, standards or restrictions for what your child listens to. Okay, so Jay. <laughs> Hello. Hi, welcome back, welcome back. Um, in reference to the fact being you are a producer, you do have your own production studio, yes, and sir. you you also mix beats, correct? Yes, all those beats that you just heard from them two particular songs, they were my beats, yes. They were they were mixed by me, they were mastered by me, everything, yeah. I basically, when I first started, I had a bunch of people trying to, I'll pay for you to pay this much and I'll do a track for you, pay this mm-hmm. much and I'll do a beat for you. So you know what, I took all, the, I stayed with a person for three years that was a very good music producer, and I yeah. harnessed. Ever, and watched everything that he was doing, and then I took it and put it to my own use. Is what I did. And Wonderful. I, Outstanding. I had to do it myself because why pay everybody if you could do it yourself? You know what I mean. So I just figured I would do it. You know, I could do it and make it successful. So I tried to do my best. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm going to go to Queen uh, Nikki Fernalspear, the co-host at this time and get some input from her. Queen Nikki, welcome. Thank you. I am glad you came to me because I have a couple of questions for you, Zaya. And uh, can y'all hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you fine. Yes. Are you able to turn your your volume up just maybe uh, two more nodules up? Yes, or decibel higher? <laughs> how, how is that? That's perfect. Okay. That's perfect. My first question is, Jayo, what was your life like before your car accident, before that terrible night, and how old were you when that happened? I was, uh, it was July 28th, 2012, so I was, I believe, uh, 28 at the time when that happened Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. 
at that point in my life. But I wrote music even before that to express myself and really just let everything out that I had harnessed inside me instead of letting it out in negative ways. I was still trying to do it in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. But what was your like? What was your life like before the accident? Oh, my life was good. I had a very good upbringing. I was in, you know, I was I was kind of I was kind of like the bad kid in school. I would, you know, start a lot of fights, get into a lot of fights, um, you know, do a lot of negative things, and then, you know, uh, my life was like I was an angry person, and I really like shut down before I started doing music, and then. Mm-hmm. I found my release through music to be able to, um, you know, come back and act positive for me. Instead of making negative, seeing things always negative, I decided to make it positive. So then the accident happens, and then it changes you, not not only because of the injury, but it changes. It changes you then after that in what other ways? It just changed it changed me into being a better person. Now I'm not uh I'm not the way I used to be. Now I'm mm-hmm. more susceptible to open to talk to people. I don't mm-hmm. shut down quick. I just I just try to um, you know, show everybody respect and everything like that is what I'm trying to do. And mm-hmm. Okay. I really love the way that you express yourself in your music. I love, I, well, this was the first track that I heard because I got my phone. I got disconnected during the first song. But what I hear is you really allow your emotions to play out. And I don't know what your faith is. As a matter of fact, do you mind if I ask what is your faith belief, if you have one, or if you had one before the accident? What was my main releases? Is that what you're saying? No, um, if we had a faith belief. Oh, a belief? Yes. Did you believe in God, or were you religious at all? Yes, I believed in God and everything throughout my whole life. I was raised in the Catholic Church, and... Um, came up through a Catholic church and made all my sacraments and everything like that. So I, w- I went to church a lot, but now I like, you know, now since my accident, I've been meaning to go back for, to church and start reorganizing my faith. I also helped, uh, I also helped the church, um, doing community service with them, helping them, uh, you know, um, do stuff at churches. I, I was trying to give back and, trying to do for stuff that I did in the past and um now I just want to you know go on go about my life as holy as I could be and you know now my I'm very close to God now cuz he saved my life so it's like a, a stronger connection now with me Thanks well, thanks so much thank you Joe so, um Queen Nikki we have a couple of callers and um, I want us to kind of cater to them because now it's 8.35, and we know we have Joe from now till 9, and if he can stay over a little longer, he will, but we don't want him to feel pressured to do so. So we have a couple of callers. I'm going to first acknowledge 
the chat room because there's a lot of chatting going on. <laughs> yeah, there the is. Chat. I'm just noticing that. That's why I was kind of like I was going back and forth between the chatting and and listening to you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to acknowledge your brother is in the chat room. Guest number seven. Yes, he is. Yes. Yes, yes. And what is his full name, please? His name is Jason Yasko. Okay, Jason. Okay, Jason. Wonderful. Um, he did share, there was a question that wasn't asked, and, and I'm going to ask that question. In reference to your fitness yeah. um, prior to you being in the accident that you were in, um, how fit were you or healthy were you or physically fit? I was real, I was real physically fit. I was well. I was skin, I was skinny, but I was more like ripped. Now I'm like mm-hmm. more of a stocky type guy. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm stocky. I need to lose some weight and stuff like that. But I uh, before my fitness routine was I was an electrician full time before my accident. I used oh. to I used to go to the gym and work out uh, four times a week. So mm-hmm. I was. I was really into fitness back then, and I, I'm trying to get me and my brother actually to get back into it soon, very soon, and go back to the gym and start getting back into shape. Wonderful. Thanks so much for sharing that as well. And you touched on something um, in reference to uh, fitness, and I think that that's so very important. A lot of times, um, even as far as recovery time turnover, um, if a person was physically fit prior uh, to the accident or injury, sometimes the recovery turnaround time is a lot more speedy. Yeah. Then right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Did you have confirmation of that from your doctor? For yeah, you? actually, I was actually when I was in the hospital, I was 130 pounds, and it was easy for me without the weight, uh, that extra weight that I'd have now. I believe I would have the harder time learning how to walk again if I had that extra weight on me that I mm. have. Okay, thanks. And thanks for sharing it because I'm, I'm, I'm one that I, I feel that our listening audience needs to know that. You know, we have a lot of people that maybe they are not taking their fitness regimen as seriously as they ought to on yeah. a daily basis. And they need to know that um, it's so very relevant and it's, it's, it's necessary because um, they, no one knows what, what can happen from one minute to the next, let alone one hour to the next or one day to the next. And we just need to take care of our bodies better, ladies and gentlemen, because in the event that we should be in an accident or injure ourselves, we would want to have that uh, uh, a more uh, speedy recovery turnover time. And, and your health does play a great deal um of a role in in that becoming a fact. So uh, let us do more, ladies and gentlemen. Let us be more diligent in terms of our fitness, um, even as as for what we uh, tend to do to supplement our health. If we're not eating all of the things we need to do, we should be supplementing, ladies and gentlemen. There are health drinks that we can drink to ensure that we're getting the intake of the minerals and the vitamins that we should. And, yes, we do need to increase the portion of uh, uh, vegetables and fruits in our diets, ladies and gentlemen. And, yes, if we're building up our muscle mass, remember protein. Protein 
is essential. And um, so we're not going to go too far into health talk right now, but I just had to pull that plug because uh, Joe did touch on something that's so very significant. And, Joe, could you restate what you said as for how many times you and your brother would go to the gym weekly? Because I think that's so important. Uh, I would at least go three to four times a week at least uh, to the gym. That's what I would do at least. And if you're a little overweight right now, I would use cardio to Mm. um, get your weight down first before you build muscle underneath fat because it will make you look fatter. So do the cardio first. Do the cardio first. I heard that. Queen Nikki, did you hear that? Yes, I did. Isn't he a man after our own heart? Do the cardio first. Yes, we're all for that. We're all for that. Ladies, please don't forget, you got to do that cardio first. It's it's significant. It's relevant. We've got to do that first. Got to keep doing it. Got to keep doing it. Now, you said two to three times a week, correct? Three to four times a week. Oh, wait a minute. Three to four times? That's how I push it. I used to be a wrestler, so I'm really into, like, getting... Yeah, that's intense. That's an intense regimen. Wow, three to four times a week. And yeah. how many minutes um, each each time? Hour to an hour and a half, I would say. Oh, I'm talking minutes, and you're like hour to an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> hour to an hour and a half. That's usually my training schedule. Oh, okay. Wow. Dude, oh, my goodness. And you said you wrestled? Yes, I was a wrestler. Yes, I was. Oh my goodness! You were. What was your wrestling name? My wrestling name was my my regular name. I wrestled for high school. I'm oh, not okay. A wrestler. I meant real wrestling. The real. Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Did, <laughs> wow. So, did you like as far as your rank? Uh, what did you rank regionally and so forth, a citywide? How I went you- to a tournament and I placed third place in a tournament. Um, I got a bronze. Mm a bronze medal in a tournament. I was a pretty good wrestler. I wasn't too bad of a wrestler at all. I was pretty good. Okay. Well, I pity the fools that would um, contend with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, now after a leg injury, i got to be careful because I can't go starting no fights now. You know? Oh, okay. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, you now you shared that you were in rehabilitation for three years. Yes, I was. Yes. Wow. That I mean that alone to have to learn how to walk uh after your leg. Um what was that would you say what was birthed in you? That's that's the question I want to ask. What was birthed in you going through that ordeal? Well, I had a grandfather, a grandfather I mentioned in the accident that got his left leg amputated and mm. I was fortunate enough to wake up I had an external fixator in my leg. And that was to keep the bone straight because the bone popped out of my kneecap. So it had to keep it straight until I could go into surgery. And mm. I was just grateful to wake up with a leg. And I seen how my grandpa went through going about with one leg his whole life. And okay. he ins- he really inspired me to, to say right, right. how bad you get knocked down. I got knocked down. You could get back up. So get back. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. I love that. He gave you the motivation. He gave you that initial drive to just pursue that recovery that yep. was within reach. Awesome. Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, we're going to go. We have some callers that are on 
in our caller queue that would love to speak with you. We're going to first go to uh, North Georgia. I'm not certain as to whom it is, but welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, North Georgia. Hey, how you doing, friend? Hi, I'm doing fine, thanks. Please uh, introduce yourself, uh, give us your name and um, a little information about yourself, and then uh, I'm going to direct you next to direct any questions or even comments that you have for our feature artists. Yeah, uh, thank you for the uh, tag. I got the tag um, a little while ago. This is the Big Dog Adventures Fury calling in, supporting the show. And, uh, All right. Welcome. I love, I love, thank you. I love what you're talking about here with the uh, music. My mm-hmm. specialty, and um, it's a great thing. So I'm totally enjoying the show, and uh, it's great. And uh, I'm Wonderful. here. Wonderful. Yeah. Would you have any questions for uh, J-Yo, J-Yosiko? He is the feature artist tonight. Um, questions. Let me see. Uh, With the and, name, uh, with with the name Jo, is it more of just uh, production, or or you also uh, as well? I'll actually answer that really. Uh, actually, I'm glad you asked me that. Um, the J is my first initial, which is Joseph. Jo- it's the first initial of my first name, and I put a hyphen in between it to separate the first from the last name, and Yosko is Y-O-S-K-O. So I took the first two letters of my last name because I always believe in hip-hop, a lot of stuff got watered down now these days, and mm-hmm. people aren't staying true to who they are. So when I came out with a rap name, I wanted to make it with a significance instead of just having it be like some random name that somebody, you know, puts on themselves. Like, you know, yeah. I'd rather have it be like, you know, J-O, what's that stand for? Exactly like you asked me. Now I could tell you it stands for Joseph Yasko, which gives it meaning now. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's where the name originated from. And thank you for that question. You're welcome. I always like to ask artists that because sometimes you want to know the meaning because sometimes you don't know by name what position you're in as, as an artist. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. And yeah. thanks for the question, and, and hey, thanks for the answer, and it's all good when we hear. What do you thanks. think of the music, bud, while you're on the line? What do you think of the music? Did you get to tune think, the music? Yeah, the music is great. It sounds nice. It's, uh, huh? it's a great, the music is great. It sounds nice. It's a great production. It's very uh, planned out. You took time in it. You, 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 you mapped it out, and you put your heart and soul into it, and you deliver. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, Well, I want to say to you, thanks for calling in. I understand you did get my tag. And um, now I just want to make clear on something. Are you a poet slash artist? Yeah. Wonderful, because starting at about 9, 10, we're going to go into our open forum discussion. And because we're celebrating National Poetry Month, I will be calling on all of the poets who call in to read poetry. So make sure you have at least, I would say, have two pieces ready. Okay. Okay? And we'll be back to you. Thanks again for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
Okay, I'm going to go now to, it looks like Dr. Sharonda Orridge is on the call. Welcome, Dr. Sharonda. Hey, thank you. Hi. Thank you. Me. I was I was doing something. I was like, oh, I'm going to miss the show. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped it, and I'm here. <laughs> okay, well, welcome. Welcome back, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And um, I'm going to ask you, have you been listening long enough where you could hear some of the music by J.O.? I came in on the um, probably like the last part of the the last one you just played. Oh, okay. So you just heard like a, a very small portion yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is what I'm going to do because I definitely want you to give him some feedback about his music, his art. But I'm going to play another song by him. It's entitled Hell Yeah. Okay. And then after that, um, we'll get some feedback from you. And then um, if you have any other questions for him, okay? Okay. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to have another selection played by J.O. It's entitled Hell Yeah. Please enjoy. Listen. Everyone put your hands in the air, won't stop till I make it, I 
Okay, that was Hell Yeah by J.O. Dr. Sharonda. Dr. Sharonda? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, yes, 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 I can. Um, So that was Hell Yeah by J.O. And what we'll do is kind of like go around the table on this um, selection so he can get feedback from more than just two, or one of us. So if you can give your feedback to him now and then any questions that you may have to direct to him, feel free to direct those questions at this time as well. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I like the I like the song, but, like, some things that, you know, people talk about in songs that kind of, like, go past me because I don't know if that's the the right word, but some mm-hmm. things I don't want to hear in the song, um, I get defensive about it. Not defensive, but I get, you know, worried about it. But I didn't mm-hmm. get that from, he put it in a way where it didn't, it's not offensive. That's what I'm, so some people say things and um, in their raps and stuff like that in their songs that's very offensive to me. And right. even though he used, yeah, and even though he used profanity, because you know we all do and stuff like that, and and he was talking about his life about smoking, and you know and stuff like that, but it's still in a content where you can relate instead of a content of why that person has to say that, you know, that mm-hmm. just set us back. So I appreciate that in it. Um, one thing I wanted to ask is, what do you think about the state of hip-hop at this very moment? Good question. What do I think? Uh, you're asking me, was that targeted at me, J.O.? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Um, thank you for listening to the song, first off. Um, uh, the state of hip-hop right now, to me, is um, basically, I think it's uh, not in a good state, Um See, I grew up uh, back. I'm thirty. I'm going to be thirty-two years old in May. Um, okay. I grew up back when it was about telling your stories and your struggles mm-hmm. and your trials and tribulations and everything about that. I make songs like you just unfortunately heard a song that I made as like a party song, mm-hmm. but most of my songs are about my life and about what I do in my life and about things that I do, and that's why. Even though I don't, you know, the offensive things, I don't try to use that many curse words. It's only certain party songs and stuff like that. I'll use curse words. I don't try to because it diminishes your vocabulary, so I try not to do it as much as possible. But some things when I'm trying to express myself a certain way, I'll use it as like an expressful manner. And I um, basically... I just, uh, I, I wanted to go back to the days where you could listen to a song and you could feel that person's struggle. You could feel what they've been through. You could see what they've been through. Um, that's what I'm trying to do is take it back to the old school way, not all about rapping about cars and money and girls and stuff like that. That just gets old and old and old and played out for me. Um, I really want to bring back the, you know, 
the old school feel, like old school. I'm not sure how old you may be, but um, there was a certain time in hip hop where it was really, really, really good in the early 90s or late 90s, uh, early 2000s. And I think from since then it just diminished. And now I'm just trying to hope that it gets back to back how it was. Well, you are well on your way, and actually, I listen to. Well, I'm I'm 44, so I'm talking about like the 80s. Actually, the the late 70s, because I I just fell in love mm-hmm. <laughs> with with hip hop since um, I think 1979 when the Sugar Hill Gang came out. Right, the hip hop, the hip hop, and then Grandmaster Flash with "Don't Push Me" mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and stuff. So you're absolutely right. Like you know, they did. They told stories and and stuff. And even if they did, and that's even if they did, you know, curse. And that's what I liked about your song is that you actually did it. Like I said, put it in a way where it wasn't offensive. You just was like expressing your opinion. And it wasn't offensive, and it wasn't graphic, or you know what I'm saying? Because um, I know that I was at a party for my um, niece, and they had put on um, Ornal. And I mean, have you all heard that that song? And and the I lyrics? I have heard it. I, I, it's not I, I, one I, that I tend to listen to though, or favor at all. <laughs> but exactly. like that, that, that's fun. Listen to Sugar Hill Gang and stuff like that. You'll like this one. I don't listen to any new radio station. Uh, I I listen to my. I either listen to my own music or artists that I'm affiliated with. I'm trying right. to create. Oh, okay. I don't okay. want my sound polluted with Little Wayne's and mm-hmm. all that. Right. I hate Little <laughs> Wayne. I I really hate them. I don't like yeah. them. I, yeah, you know what? Thanks for I, your input I as like well. His, I think he's very intelligent, but like he he puts on a show, and mm-hmm. you know, and 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 play down his intelligence, and then he, you know, and that makes me very mad. Far as you know, if you got a gift, use it to the full ability, and not for you to to advance in, in your career and lead people down the wrong path. Well, you want to know a little secret about Lil Wayne, bud? You want to know a little secret about Lil Wayne? He has Uh, he also has ten to fifteen writers that write his music. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yep, I know he don't write his stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, I I I know that. I'm finna say I always say that I moved his birthday. I said (laughs) he did something, and I was like, because his birthday is is the twenty seventh, and mine's the twenty fifth. But he did something. I think he got caught with them guns and stuff. I was like, you know what? He's not even a Libra no more. His birthday, <laughs> October 27th. The Scorpios can have him. <laughs> oh, no. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I was like, the Scorpios can have him. We don't want him no more. With <laughs> <laughs> the guns, why are you a multimillionaire walking around with a gun when you got bodyguards? They should have the guns, not you. Mm-hmm. What are you, an idiot? Like, I don't understand people all these days, man. I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. No, it's like when they glorify drinking lean, you know. And um, I had a coworker who fourteen year old granddaughter died because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh and, man! Yeah, she she died. She um she was with some adult men, and her her friend who was seventeen, she was fourteen, and and a twelve year old cousin, 
and the only one that didn't get high is the twelve year old and I'm so glad of that. But like she was she was drinking liquor, she was drinking lean and she was smoking and so when she got home because um, her friend, she drank a lot of water, she said, but when she got home, she was scared to say, you know, what she that she wasn't feeling well because she got high, and she went to sleep, her and her friend, and went to sleep, and they were in the same bed, they were laying down sleep, and next thing you know, her, um, her cousin was coming to wake her up for school, and she was ice cold. Mm-hmm. So the the young so the young lady who um was with her and stuff, she looked and seen her her best friend dead in the bed. And I mean this young lady and this young lady was, you know, remarkable and it just hurt my heart, you know, that we didn't catch her, you know. Right. And so in that, time. that's yes. right. And that's so that's one of the things, like when they go around glorifying, like destroying their stuff and I I have a um, nephew who's really big in the rap scene. He's part of one of them Chicago um, cliques and stuff, and he has a lot of followers and supporters. But to me, he cannot. Well, I can't. I ain't gonna say he can't rap, but he rap about the wrong stuff. And yeah. I had told my sister, you know, you need to refocus um, and and regard what he writes about, but. Now, currently, he's in Cook County Jail for um, first-degree murder. He was indicted for fir- with first-degree mm. murder because, like, when I I used to rap as well, and we battled. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? But now they have to outdo each other f- as far as trying to be hard. Oh, so okay, if right, you, right. If you go shoot somebody, I'm going to shoot 10 of your, your people, and I'm going to show it on the video. I'm going to smoke and drink on the video, you know what I'm saying, to show off, like, who they are and how bad they are, which is the wrong way to go. And I always ask, like, the students that I'm around, I always ask them, name three rappers that's on the radio station today that's positive, and they can't do it. And that is, by, mm. that is, that is not by accident. That is by design. Because when I was coming up, we had a variety of raps. So we had the KRS-1s and the Public Enemies and Eric B. and Rakim's. We had the storytellers like Big Daddy Kane and Slick Rick. You know, we had the the gangster rappers, N.W.A. and stuff like that, and the the Ghetto Boys. So we had a variety. We had the (laughs) X-rated rappers like Too Short. So we had a variety you know what I'm saying? And the the songs that did come out, like Fight the Power and all that stuff, that that moved us into action because music, you know, is subliminal. So that that moved us into action because they came out with the Fight the Power and 911 is the joke and you must learn and stuff like that. So that inspired people to move towards something productive. Now they put people on the radio to inspire people to to um, <clears throat> move towards something destructive. And, you know, it's just a shame of how the art has fallen down. And actually that was one of my decisions in the, you know, me turning to a spoken word artist versus a, a rap artist. And, like, as far as the, you know, the um, profanity and stuff in it, 
I used to battle, so like I wasn't a, a girl rapper. You know, they they didn't pay much attention to. So I had to come out, you know, aggressive, and I had to come out, you know, um, cussing and and doing certain things or saying certain things because of the fact that I would have been dismissed. And actually, it has manifest itself to today. Now they feel like the rappers today feel like they got to shoot somebody. And you know what I'm saying? And and they got to smoke and, and drink and stuff like that for them right. to be noticed. You know what I'm saying? So well, that's, thank, Yes. Yeah. Thanks so much, Dr. Sharonda, for your input. We're going to talk a little more on those lines, but we're going to do it at 9:10 because that's when we'll be uh, starting the open forum discussion hour. Oh, okay. But um, now, yeah, no problem because everything that was said was on point, and it's definitely we're going to further elaborate on it later. But um, we want to give our uh, feature artist his, uh, he needs these next couple of minutes. Um, I'm going to play another song by him, which is entitled So Many Fakes. And then after that, uh, J.O. is going to wrap up his exclusive interview in the spotlight, and he's going to share with everyone his uh, social media contacts information because we're going to continue to promote him as an artist, even on the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page. We're going to do that. And, of course, J.O., you are welcome to post your calendar of events updates on the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page on Facebook at any given time because we definitely will be promoting uh, you and uh, what you are doing and your events as well. Oh, well, thank you very much, Brad. You're welcome. So, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, you're going to hear another selection by none other than J.O., and this one is entitled, So Many Fakes. Crack. 
everywhere his bars, he spits his whack. He has 20 writers and still can't make a hot track. Saying he's the greatest of all time, he got a pack. And disappear for good, cause the Ruger goes clack, clack. And it splatters fucking brains all over the street. And him and baby can go beat each other's meat. I've seen the video of them kissing, and my opinion was complete. Yeah. There's so many fakes. In the rap game, some I want to tie to a chair with a chain. People may say I'm sick in the brain, but truth is I'm tired of all these lame man. There's so many fakes in the rap game, some I want to tie to a chair with a chain. People may say I'm sick in the brain, but truth is I'm tired of all these lame Talking about the rap game. Wow, 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 wow. I tell you. That song, I had a lot of anger towards the rap game and the way it was going. That's why I portray, like I said, I only curse when it feels necessary, and that was more of an anger fueled song. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, you testify in that one. You you talk about what's real. Well, you know, Doctor Toronto, what we've been noticing, you know, in in today's rap. <laughs> I just I was like, whoa, about cursing and stuff, and I'm like, man, she's gonna play this one, and he's gonna be like, oh man, he's cursing a lot in this one. <laughs> just check out my SoundCloud, brother, and uh, you'll see. There's a lot of other ones on there about real life and stuff like that. You'll see. But that was funny, though. I like that one. That's a good one. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you tell it like it is right there. Dr. Sharonda, what would you like to say in response to that? She <laughs> 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 might not want to answer that one. Oh, whoa, whoa. Is this New York City? The mecca of it all, baby girl. Oh, okay, we got okay, we got New York City. Please introduce yourself. Good evening. My name is Scott Young, um, the host of Pull Your Pants Up, TNL Radio, and uh, you know me, always creeping, always getting up in here. So I heard a lot of the the, the faux play going on around here. So mm-hmm. that's why I said, you know, but um. I'm just sitting back right now. You know, my time is coming, friend. You know, I, I'll let you have it in a second. Yeah, well, listen, we're going to go to uh, Dr. Uh, Sharonda, and yeah, then we're going to come to you. Ask me a question, Dr. Sharonda. I <laughs> 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 what was that? <laughs> Dr. Sharonda, you know, that, that, yeah, that rap. So many fakes. Woo-woo. Selective hearing. Selective hearing. <laughs> no, I didn't hear it. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Oh, Dr. Sarando? Uh-huh. Yes. Did you hear um, So Many Fakes by J.O.? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to get some feedback from you, and then we're going to do like a roundtable. I'm going to get some feedback from two others, and then we're going to let J.O. wrap up his um, exclusive interview for tonight. Okay, yeah, I like that. It's, it's funny. Yeah, he, he um, nailed it, especially I, I liked him. You know what he said about Lil Wayne and stuff, so definitely on point. <laughs> All right. It was, it was definitely true. So um, 
I'm finna go sing happy birthday to my niece, and then I'll be back a little later. Okay, then. Well, well right. please give her a happy birthday salute from the Exceptional Scribble Show. Tell her that we said happy birthday, darling, and we wish her many more. Okay. that Yeah, let me shout out to her so I can play it. So I want to say happy birthday to my beautiful little devil, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> devil and heaven all in the same yeah. sentence. <laughs> oh. my, my mama always says she'll heaven and a half. Okay. (laughs) She got some tricks for you, but yeah, I'll be back a little later. Okay, thank you. We'll be here. All right. Well, we're going to go now to uh, Georgia. I want to get some feedback from uh, North Georgia. Yeah, I'm here. The song was uh, pretty much direct in terms of what Mm. the was supposed to be. Mm hmm. Uh, was and never has been, you know. Mm. That's just what this is real talk. I mean, it's honest, honesty personified, and that needs to be uh, put on everybody's head. That is a personified fake, emphatically speaking, the big dog in sphere. Yes, and yes, I want to thank you. Thanks for your input. Well stated. Now we're going to go to New York City, and then after that, the spotlight is back on J.O. Welcome back, my brother from New York. Thank you, dear. Um, J.O.? Yeah, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm fine yourself, brother. Um, I'm doing all right, man. Just, you know, staying afloat, you know, just, uh, you know, hanging out, talking, chatting it up, you know. You're doing the right thing. Um. I'm glad Fran had you on. She know hip hop is my main thing. So when we get into that session, I, I, I'll you know let you know who I am and what I really dealt with. But um, That's I like in New York, and I was like, I asked Fran if she could get New York on the call because I know you guys are like the mecca of music, and I wanted to see what mm-hmm. you, you had to do something with music. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, she got the right one because I am literally one of the founding fathers of rap. And nice. I just don't tell a lot of people that, you know what I'm saying? But I can tell Fran that and share it with the people because what we deal with here is true. So I can tell you things that well, people I'm don't even know about some of the old school rappers. You know, breaking it down for yeah. me, you know, telling me. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I w- and, you know, but what I wanted to say, you know, like Dr. Sharonda said, I like what you said. And I knew it was anger that was coming out because yeah. you was like you said, what what's going on with rap? I don't yep. even listen to rap music. I know. Anything is all my, uh, that I listen to is old school. Like she said, everybody she said, but she forgot a few, like the Fat Boys and Houdini, you know, UTFO, mm-hmm. and Shantae, you know what I'm saying? I forgot uh, a few, too, like Nas. Like, I really respect Nas. Yeah, Nas and... and, and, and uh, Bob Deep and know. all those guys, you know what I mean? The, yeah, yeah because it was, there, man. it was a message. It was a message, bro. It was the way we expressed ourselves, and it was a message that we gave to the people to let them know that we understood what they were really feeling and what was going on. I can't tell you what they're feeling right now. They smoking Y2K and Scooby-Doo and all that. I don't smoke that. I ain't running around drunk, popping mollies. I don't do all of that, so I don't, I'm You're not right. into that. Yeah. You know, so I can't, I can't relate to you. And to me, you're killing yourself, so I'm not going to relate to you killing yourself. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like Dr. Sharon okay. said, it's all by design. You know, I ain't going to go too deep right now. I just wanted to let you know that I, I cut it for that. And when it's my turn, you know, I'll let you know what I do. And uh, we'll give you the word for the day, as yeah. always. All right. All right Thank you, Scott, from TNL Radio. We appreciate your input, and you confirm very much a lot of the things that uh, J.O. has been saying all along during this interview tonight, so we do appreciate that. And um, now the spotlight is back on J.O., ladies and gentlemen. But one more person, I must go to my co-host, Queen Nikki Ferdow Spirit, because I'm sure she has something that she would like to say to J.O. about that piece. Welcome back, Queen Nikki. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Well, I think that we all get to a point as you mature and as you change in your own life and as you become a person of any sort of substance, you want to be careful about what you put in your ears and what you put in front of your eyes because I say that essentially what we feed our minds, the books we read, and the things that we listen to, they all play a role in the who and what we become. And there are different people at different stages in their life. So what's going on now, it, it has its role. Everybody has to play their own role. And I, I can definitely appreciate the lashing out and the addressing of, man, I, you know, I, it doesn't do anything for me or my audience. And this is what I want in this time field. Mm-hmm. Well stated. Affirmative. Yeah. And Queen Nikki, do you have a favorite out of all the uh, selections that were played on tonight? Do you have? Was there any one in particular that you uh, tended to favor well, among the rest? The the one that I favored from what was played tonight was the second track, where Jo expressed his anger towards the individuals that were running from the law and what had happened. And okay. the reason why I'm going to really rip, yeah. The reason I really appreciate that piece is because as he spoke on having grown up in a spiritual environment and being the kind of person that he was, you know, he was a little rebellious and this, that, or whatever, but he had an outlet. But in that piece, he allowed his true feelings to come out. And a lot of times when we as people of God, and believers, we are t- we are so many times challenged or, or being told that it's not okay to feel this way when in all actuality, it is true to feel that way. It's what you do with those feelings. And so the way that he expressed that anger, I, I mean, you felt that intensity. You felt that passion. You felt that I want, I, you, feel, you should pay. You felt that. And I, mm-hmm. I, and I love every, every bit of it because it was real. And God deals with us even in our anger like that. He deals with us when we are able to be real. Mm. Thank you very much for, you know, uh, realizing that that was a song that I wrote about people that were running from me and realized that I wasn't going to cause no harm to them. I was just expressing myself, you know. Absolutely. I appreciate that piece. I thank you for writing that and, and for 
and for putting that to music. I really do. Uh, That's for being a rotation. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Wow, wow. Thanks so very much, Queen Nikki, for your remarks and also the feedback uh, that you gave in response to the selections that you heard, which were played tonight. And now at this time, uh, J.O., this is your moment. This is your moment in the spotlight where you get to speak whatever you have on your heart that you want our listening audience to know about you, your career, and also you get to promote your productions as well as provide the listening audience with social media contacts so that they can connect with you post or after the show. So the mic is now in your hands. Okay. First of all, the easiest way to get a hold of me, I will be having an album that will be coming out very shortly that I'm going to be releasing within the next month or so, titled Product of My Environment. Um, I will be having that come out. Um, the easiest way to contact me would be my email, which would be Yosko, my last name, Y-O-S-K-O, 8399 at gmail.com. You could also contact me on Facebook at Joseph Yosko. And you could also... So I'd appreciate if anybody could go to actually type in in Facebook in the search box J-O Productions, J-Y-O Productions, with a space in between J-O and Productions, and go to my uh, Productions page and click the like button um, if you supported the music and what you like to hear. And also on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com. Just type in the search box, J-Y-O Productions. I have like 49 songs up there. So anything that you didn't get to hear tonight or maybe you would like to hear more, um, you know, just uh, contact me through that. If you want a copy of the album, contact me through my email, and I will be more than happy to set up arrangements to get you a copy. And, you know, thank you very much for everybody that's tuning in and listening. I appreciate it. And thank you to Fran. You're welcome. Um, me on. And, yeah, that's basically all my contacts where everybody could get a hold of me. And, you know, if they need to get a hold of me, they could get a hold of me. And, uh, you know, I look forward to hearing from everybody. Great. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, uh, J.O., it has truly been exceptional having you as a feature artist on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight. We want you to know that the door of this platform swings widely open to you. We will definitely be in touch about having you to return for another uh, time in the spotlight on the panel of the show. We want to thank you for giving us your time tonight. Uh, We want to thank you for sharing with us the story behind the music Uh, concerning your music, and we want you to know that you educated us tonight. We learned some new things. Uh, Maybe some of us didn't know about how a producer uh, can also wear many hats and not just be producer but also be the one that does the sound engineer work, such as the mixing of the beats and so forth. So I'm sure you've inspired 
a lot of the listening audience, maybe some never considered doing that and always paying others to do it. Now they know it's better to learn to do it for yourself. Knowledge um, is key. You know, everybody said that. A great, a lot of history people said that knowledge is key to everything. And if you put it to the right way, you could uh, really uh, help yourself out. And that's what I decided to do. And you know, obviously, it's helping out for me. So I'm, I'm happy. So I'm, I'm truly Wonderful. happy. Well, we definitely wish you much continued success in what you do. We know that you will continue to succeed and do um, excellent and do exceptional and do great things. And we want you to know that we look forward to hearing more about your forthcoming album that's soon to launch. And um, it would give us uh, much uh, pleasure to see updates. If you can uh, keep us posted on what's new and what's happening with your productions by uh, visiting the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page, and sure. just post the information there, and we will promote it and make sure that it gets promoted on other pages as well. Sure, and thank you very much. And uh, You're welcome. The guy from New York, that was one of your friends, the TL Radio guy? Yes, yes, TNL Radio. Matter of fact, um, Scott, are you still on the line? I'm here, friend. Okay. Scott, can you um, – we'll definitely send a friend request to J.O. Okay. I think and, um, it would be excellent for you to have him on your show. Well, you know, there's always – you know, they always welcome on my show. You know that. You know? <laughs> well, I'd be willing to do whatever you need me to do, bud. Just send me a friend request on Facebook or something like that, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll figure out the details. And whatever you need me to do, I'll do whatever you need me to do, you know. Well, it ain't hard. It's real easy. I make it easy for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I know hardship. Okay. <laughs> so we got Scott Young. So, J.O., um, you can send Scott Young your request, and Scott Young, you can see, send J.O. your request so you two can be connected because we definitely want TNL Radio also to be privileged to have uh, J.O. Uh, featured on that show as well. Well, thank yes, you, everybody, and thank you for tuning in, everybody. I can't see exactly how many people tuned in, but I hope that a lot of people were tuned in and enjoyed the show tonight. And you know, good luck. Well, if they wasn't, they missed out. How about that? There we go. Yeah, if they wasn't, they missed out. There you go. I like that. I like well, that. one That's one more thing uh, for you, Jo. I will be posting the archive link of okay. tonight's show on tomorrow. So what I'll do is I'll share that with you, and anyone that missed tuning in that could not, they will be able to visit the archive link and hear the entire uh, interview in full. Okay? Great. Sounds Wonderful. great. And, and enjoy the rest of your show, and God bless you all, and you have a safe night, and, you know, more times to come, you know? Yes. Same to Many you. Many blessings. Yahweh blessings to you and yours. Peace and good health. All right, Fran. I will talk to you later. Good rest of Wonderful. Bye, Queen. Bye for now. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's show, we were truly privileged. We had uh, Jay Yasko, and I'm always saying Yasko. I'm always adding a no. I don't know why, but um, he truly is the CEO of, J.O. Productions, and he also 
is a specialist in mixing beats along with a rapper and along with being a lyricist. So um, it's always good as artists that we become acquainted with artistry that's not just linear. You know, of course, we know that this is National Poetry Month, but also we have to understand that what is rap? Rap is rhythm and prose. What is prose? Prose consists of poetry. So we do want also our artists, which are of other genres, aside from just poetry, to know that this is your month to be catered to and to be featured in the spotlight, and we are acknowledging you. But now what we're doing is we're opening up our open forum discussion because we do have a topic for tonight's show, and I'm going to revisit what that topic is and restate it for everyone Our topic is rap music, identifying rhythm and mixing beats. So that's where we're coming from for tonight's uh, open forum discussion. That will be our theme. And our focus word is hip-hop. Yes, I repeat, our focus word is hip-hop. And for those of you who are on Facebook, please visit the Exceptional Scribble Show, episode number 53. I repeat. The Exceptional Scribble Show, episode number 53, events page. Once you have uh, visited that page, you will see all of the study reference links because there are some study reference links that you can refer to now during our discussion, which will further enlighten you as to what we're going going to talk about. And before I start inviting people to speak, because I see that our Caller queue is full, and I am going to start um, inviting different uh, callers who have called in to speak. We're going to start off with discussion, and then we're going to wrap up with poetry because Queen Zipporah Thelman, who does the publishing tips, she won't be joining us for this evening duty calls. She had another obligation. So for tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to have our open forum discussion Uh, relative to what our topic and focus word are, and then we're going to proceed forward to having our poets that call in to share their poetry, okay? That's how we're going to celebrate National Poetry Month on tonight, April 14th. And first and foremost, we're going to begin the open forum discussion with the following. I have some famous quotes about hip-hop, and these quotes are by famous personalities. And I'm going to start off with one quote in particular, which is by our president, Barack Obama. And this is what the quote states. The thing about hip-hop today is it is smart. It is insightful. The The way they can communicate a complex message in a very short, Space is remarkable. And again, that is a quote by President Barack Hussein Obama II. And we're going to start off right there. We're going to start off right there um, with open forum discussion. We're going to touch on uh, what people would like to say in response to that quote. 
And I'm going to start off by going to Queen Nikki Fertile Spirit to begin. <laughs> you got to start out with me on this one? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Talking about rap and uh, rap. Well, huh. come back to me. <laughs> come back to you? Give me a minute. Yes, come back. Okay, and let me restate uh, the quote because I want to make sure that you uh, hear it in full. And this is the quote that you'll be responding to, and it's by President Barack Obama. And it's about hip-hop today, our focus word, which is hip-hop. The thing about hip-hop today is it's smart. It's insightful. The way they can communicate a complex message in a very short space is remarkable. So that will be the quote that she'll be giving a response to. Okay? Yes, I'll come back come to you. Back. Not a problem, dear. Okay, we're going to move on to Dr. Sharonda Orich. Welcome back, Dr. Sharonda. Dr. Sharonda? Okay, Dr. Sharonda will be back. In a moment, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to move on to North Georgia. Welcome back, North Georgia. Thank you for having me back. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Were you able to hear the quote that was just read? Yeah, the president was referring to hip-hop being smart. Open space to communicate words in a short amount of time. Yes, and I just wanted to hear from you in your own words uh, what your uh, feedback is to his quote. Do you agree with it um, and what you agree with, if you can be specific, and thank you. Sure. Uh, Hip-hop today is smart. It's a Mm -hmm. idea of communications that you can personify and exude in a short amount of time, like telling a piece of yourself or sharing a piece of yourself with other people that you don't know per se, but they can identify with you in specific pieces, one or two, maybe all of them. You don't know. You're just expressing yourself to what you feel from your heart and your mind, and you express that in a short amount of time, and you put it out in a poetic Autistic way, mm-hmm. and you just bear your soul and let people know how you really feel and think about topics. It's like it's like being a journalist of expressing your stories, like being your own reporter in a sense. Right. Out. And you know, the spin that comes back, you don't know, but you know that you give your all, your all to to the masses of a field or multiple fields, whether it's rap, poetry, hip-hop, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the genre is, you're entertaining somebody in a way that connects with them, whether mentally or spiritually, but something that you said or maybe all of what you said made somebody understand you a whole lot more versus before because pictures tell stories, but the stories that you tell define those pictures. Mm. Mhm. The stories that you tell define those 
pictures. So true. Because I'm going to say we live in a world today where there's so much emphasis on the visual, you know, visual production, film, video. Um, there's so much strong emphasis on relaying messages in that order or in that form, such that a lot of times uh, the children of today, you rarely see them reading a paperback book. Um, thank goodness for Kindle, because yeah. now, you know, they, they'll read the e-books on Kindle. However, um, what we need to remember is it's the spoken word. The ve- from the very beginning, spoken word was how stories were passed down from one village to the next or one person to the next. And when it all comes back full circle, it's going to be spoken word again as being the mainstream way in which communication gets widely dispersed and distributed from person to person by word of mouth. It's going to be by word of mouth. Ultimately, it's going to come back to that. Um, When everything fails, because we know even with technology, um, there will always be a glitch to happen. When a glitch happens, then there's a disruption of communication and the facilitation of communication. So what are we going to do? It'll get back to word of mouth, spoken word, the griot, you know, the the art of the griots. You know, that's how uh, history got passed down from one uh, generation to the next. The griot, they were the storytellers. They told the story. So, again, um, we're not going to speak negative or engage in negative talk during this open forum. Why? Because we understand hip-hop is not negative in its raw context. It's not hip-hop. It's the way in which hip-hop is portrayed that has become negative. There's some negative images negative portrayals of hip-hop that have surfaced, which are not the original portrait of hip-hop. Hip-hop in its original state or its original form was all about a manner of communicating in an artistic way, messages, that could be clearly understood by everyday people. And it was the voice of the street being heard. However, there's been a lot of negativity. We know during the 80s that was the time when crack, the crack epidemic climaxed in the inner city. And so um, after that happened, which unfortunately a lot of the, what you would, referred to as the key players in rap who were the ones portraying the hip-hop culture at the time, a lot of them begin to testify of or um, they begin to, to display all of the negative images. What was wrong going on in the streets and in the community and in the drug scene and in the, in the gangs and the gang wars and all of the negative things as opposed to the positive. So then what we're saying now is 
for people to understand is don't hate hip-hop, per se. Hate the negative images being portrayed and being classified as hip-hop because hip-hop was not always such the light. So on that note, what I'm going to do is go to Dr. Sharonda, and we're going to get some feedback uh, from Dr. Sharonda. Dr. Sharonda, welcome back. Yes, thank you. Yes, there was a quote, and I'm going to read, uh, read this quote, and it's by President Barack Obama in reference to hip-hop. And after uh, the quote is read, I would like if you could just give some feedback on uh, that quote. Okay. And it reads as follows. The thing about hip-hop today is it's smart. It's insightful. The way they can communicate a complex message in a very short space is remarkable. Could you give your feedback on that quote, please? In response to it, thanks. Yeah, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like that he was just saying that because, to me, I find it the very opposite. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know um, why would he think that in the stuff that's being portrayed now and the the images and stuff because rap is a small part of hip hop. Hip hop is a culture. So it has to do with the dress. It has to do with the graffiti. You know, it has to do with a lot of things. And rap is just one of the components of the culture of hip-hop. And what I'm seeing, people, pants hanging down, and they coming to award shows high, and they they look mm. like a lot of cartoon characters. You know, they got, they got to out-weird each other. It, all these different rappers, and they come out looking weird, and, and then the other one got to top the other one and stuff. So I don't know why that was said because of the simple fact that we need to take hip-hop back. We need to resurrect it because it, the state it is now is is not in a good place, and it needs to be turned around and needs to be, like, again, what it's intended to be, you know, and and that's a, a culture where we can relate and not necessarily a, a ghetto culture but a culture of, you know, sending messages and, and beautiful art and different things like that because that's what it started off being and now it's turned into something entirely different. Yes, I, I agree, and I see what you're saying. And definitely the the beginning of the quote where it says the thing about hip-hop today is it's smart, it's insightful. I can see where, yes, we would have to say we disagree. Those who came up during the era where um, the hip-hop was smart and insightful and did not consist of a lot of the negative imaging that is being relayed in what's classified as hip-hop culture, which is depicted in today's rap is what mm-hmm. we're referring to. And not just the rap, even some of the R&B of today. Right. You know, we're getting a lot of negative imaging, and it's just not wholesome. It's just not what's going to um, upgrade or enhance today's generation in regards to their mentality and even as far as their own perception about 
what is justified as as for the way to dress and um you know the way to dance even you know some of these dances that are being classified yeah. as hip hop dances some of them are vulgar they're very um and and they're provocative but not so in a positive manner we understand um you know uh dances of varied cultures may consist of you know certain types of swaying of the hips and the body but yeah. there are actual dances that are classified as hip hop dances today that I mean they would be literally banned from certain uh uh to be performed or practice in certain um vicinities. Because yeah, of I would the love nature, to, you know I would love mm-hmm. to ask um President Obama so what type of um, music do he allow his kids to listen to? Mm-hmm. Do he let his kids listen to today's hip hop? And um, if he's if the answer is yes, then I believe you know I believe in that's what he feel. But if the answer is no, or I have to ban this, I have to ban that and stuff, I would challenge him to look at um, the opinion in a different way that rap is going to um, hell in a handbasket. Mm. So I would just love to hear, like, what type of music his daughters listen to and what's allowed. Because my daughter, um, she 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 couldn't listen to a lot of music, not in my presence anyway. And I've always taught her about the um, sacredness of lyrics, you know what I'm saying, and how mm-hmm. you string them together and how – you can affect people, negative or positive. You know, you can move people, you know, into doing something negative or positive. That is a, a task that we have as entertainers, and I don't take that lightly. I remember, like, NWA used to always say, I'm not a role model, but the truth of the matter is is they were role models because even if you're not intended to be a role model, a lot of people looked up to them. So you, right. have, to be con- you have to be conscious of that, and we have duties as artists to be able to spread a, a message of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and a, and a message, even if that message is in a you know, in a song, using curse words and stuff like that, that's not the problem. It's how you package those curse words. Mm. So we're now we're touching on packaging. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we're going to take a music break at the moment. We're going to listen to a song entitled Strength in God, and it's by J.O., who was the feature artist for tonight's show. And then when we return after the song, we're going to touch on what we just ended on. Thanks, compliments to Dr. Sharonda. It is the packaging by which the graphic content is stated or relayed. Remember, it's all about the packaging when you're talking about marketing. Okay, Strength and God by J.O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? I had so much stress building up, and I release it when I write. So that's what this song here is about. Me getting my stress off my chest. No violence, just pure heart. Enjoy. Got pain always pouring out my chest. Like my song, I always get my best. 
legs thin, crush, my soul's a mess. Feels like life is a ball of stress. Day to day is one huge test. Too much for my stomach to try and digest. Sometimes feel like my heart is in a rest. Writing is my therapy, I never take a rest. By these lyrical demons, I've been possessed. Rappers always hate trying to stop my progress. Stop the violence, this is the Wild West. I never show off or try to impress. Hate after hate, it eats at my flesh. Feeling like I can't win gets me depressed. Chew it up and spit it out so I'm not stressed. Rap is an obstacle, I got all the time to bed. Every single day I bow down and pray. Hope my strength in God to guide me the right way. Sometimes I say things I don't really mean. I feel like a king just waiting for my queen. Every single day I bow down and pray. Hope my strength in God to guide me the right way. Sometimes I say things I don't really mean. I feel like a king just waiting for my queen. God, I'm asking you to please shine down your light. I promise you I'll never again start a fight. I made wrong choices, I'm just trying to be right. Have strength like an angel, time to take flight. Set fire with my deep lyrics to ignite the mic. I make rap for the fans so they can fill with the light. Making myself clear, more clear than a sprite. Life is a bumpy road, just hold on tight. I see nothing but gold, it's within my sight. So much bottled up, I release it when I write. From sun up to sun down from day to night Gotta stay strong and strike with all my might I write my own lyrics and produce beats on sight When I rock the stage I have no fright I'm a one man team and I'm doing alright All my fans check your events for my invite Every single day I bow down and pray Put my strength in God to guide me the right way Sometimes I say things I don't really mean I feel like a king just waiting for my queen Every single day I bow down and pray Put my strength in God to guide me the right way Sometimes I say things I don't really mean I feel like a king just waiting for my queen Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was Strength in God by J.O. Strength in God by J.O. And I just want to say in particular about that piece. Yes, that piece is a song of inspiration. It's one that places special emphasis on spirituality. And I really like that piece. Queen Nikki? Yes. Yes. Um, the mic is now in your hand. Okay. Well, I have to agree with Dr. Sharonda. I was trying to, because I don't listen to the radio much, mm-hmm. and so I really, I was like, okay, does the hip-hop even really still exist? Because I haven't heard what I would consider hip-hop in a very long time, and all I know to be out there that's existing today is rap. And I was thinking, okay, insightful. I'm trying to register in my head now. What if I heard rap-wise that was 
just insightful in the last five to ten years and not much is pulling up into the register. Mm-hmm. And so I disagree. If that's if what if rap is being considered hip hop, today's rap music, if that is being considered hip hop, then I completely disagree because I don't see anything insightful about rapping about and bragging about cars that are mostly being leased or rented off of videos off a show or not being owned until X amount of dollars is being paid and fulfilled through contracts and tours, and God forbid you can't fulfill it. Um, I don't see anything about glorifying um, murder and glorifying going to the club, different drinks, different, you know, um, promiscuity, and just lewdness in the shit business, basically. I don't see anything insightful about that. It doesn't take a genius to pretty much say, I F that B, I F that ninja. Um, I don't care. I don't respect my mama and F you and F yours and bang, bang. I don't see what's insightful about that. Okay. You don't see what's insightful about what's classified as gangster rap. I agree with you on that. Um, again, I would have to say in reference to our president and that uh, quote by him, I would need a little more information to go on, just like Dr. Sharonda suggests. I would like to know what rap are you for referring to or what hip-hop, we're, we're going to um, say hip-hop, because that's definitely what he uh, initiated he init- he initially referred to he said the thing about hip hop today he didn't say rap he said hip hop today is it's smart it's insightful so we just brought rap into it because right away when a person says hip hop the first thought that follows in most people's mind is rap because for the most part rap is referred to as a product of hip hop in America. So um, now I do agree with the last part where he said the way they can communicate a complex message in a very short space is remarkable. Com- I do agree what with that. Com- what is complex about I F that D? We drinking, we getting drunk, we swerving, we turning up. <laughs> but you know what? See, you're right. But again, he said the thing about hip hop. He wasn't specific and said rap. So we can't charge him for something he didn't say. Well, I'm off the loop there. So who is a hip-hop artist today? He wasn't specific enough. That's why what Dr. Sharonda suggests, I'm suggesting the same. He needs to be specific and tell us, okay, when you say the thing about hip-hop today, who are you referring to? Are you referring to rappers or are you referring to pop because remember, pop is also a part of hip-hop. And there are a lot of pop artists that are popular. We've got Lady Gaga. We've got um, so many of them that are popular. They're pop artists. And people are listening to their music. It's, it's pop culture. So are you referring to them? Are you referring to the Jonas Brothers? Because he did make it clear his daughters 
go to Jonas Brothers concerts. They enjoy listening to Jonas Brothers. So are you referring to that genre? Are you referring to that art and style in hip-hop? Or are you referring to rap? I don't think he's referring to rap. I'm just going to say that because I've never, as of yet, learned that his children listen to any rap. And I would think at this point, he's in his second term. He's coming out of office soon, next year. I would think that it would have been known. It would have become public knowledge by now because someone would have seen them at a concert or something like that, or they would have been listening to the music in the White House. And it would have leaked out. It would have been on Twitter. It would have been, you know what I'm saying? Um, It would have been on TMZ. Oh, Sasha or Malaya listens to such and such. So we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think we'll move on past his quote because it leaves us in a gray area. He's not specific enough. He's saying hip-hop today, but he's not saying, are you referring to pop? Are you referring to rap? We just don't know. We can only assume. And I'm, I'm with you. To assume, I just don't like to be in that predicament. I don't like being in limbo like that. I like to know and be certain. So we'll move on. There's another uh, quote about hip-hop, and I'm just going to share it, and we'll discuss that. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, um, he says, no, I'm not going to go to that one. <laughs> That's another gray area. Um, Nas, we're going to go to Nas. Nas says, hip-hop is the street. Hip-hop is a couple of elements that it comes from back in the days. That fill of music with urgency that speaks to you. It speaks to your livelihood, and it's not compromised. It's blunt. It's raw, straight off the street, from the beat to the voice to the words. And that's a quote by Nas. Hip-hop. Now, he says hip-hop is the streets. I'm going to come back to you, Queen Nikki, and we're going to go to, we have, oh, my goodness, it looks like Mr. DSR is in the house. Welcome, Mr. DSR. Hey, appreciate the welcome, Francine. You know, shout-out to Exceptional Scribble. You know, Nikki in the background and J.O., your feature. Oh, I have to correct you on something. Queen Nikki is definitely not in the background. She is right in the front ground with me. <laughs> That's my right my right arm lady right there. But anyway, Mr. DSR, we've been discussing, um, touching on various quotes by different uh, personalities, famous people. And I just read a quote. I'm, I'm going to reread it by Nas, and I would love to hear your feedback And it's about hip-hop. That's our focus word for tonight. And it reads, hip-hop is the streets. Hip-hop is a couple of elements that it comes from back in the days. That fill of music with urgency that speaks to you. It speaks to your livelihood, and it's not compromised. It's blunt. It's raw. Straight off the street. From the beat to the voice to the words. And I'd like to hear from you. Do you agree with this quote? And if so, what specifically do you agree with? And or if you don't agree with it, what 
don't you agree with? The mic is now in your hands, Mr. DSR. All right. I'm going to say this. I agree with the notion that Nas says this uh, quote, you know, according to his life experience through hip-hop. I agree through his own perception of it. Okay. You know, he expresses what he sees, what hip-hop is on occurring to the way he grew up. Mm-hmm. So that was his own uh, perception. My perception would be this. Hip-hop is everybody's individual life. You know, it's not always about the streets. It's about what people are going through. It could be about uh, poverty. It could be about uh, somebody experienced the loss of loved ones, and they put it down on uh, in some lyrics or script that they uh, present on the stage. You know, uh, hip-hop is... Uh, everybody's individual life, not even just in the United States and different countries. Mm-hmm. So hip-hop reaches through different countries, Africa, South America, Europe, even Australia, New Zealand, and the back to the United Kingdom as well. Mm. So, I mean, hip-hop is uh, it's an international thing. We all can't just summarize it as one thing, as just being the streets to streets. Is all over the world. I heard that. The streets is all over the world. Powerful statement, powerful statement. And thanks so much for your input, Mr. DSR. Can you introduce yourself to our listening audience, let them know about who you are, uh, what you do as a producer, and then after which I would love for you to spit a poem. Yes, ma'am. And thank you. You're welcome. I am Kane Spade. I am the CEO over there at the DSR Fire Inc. The 1.3 Network, which is a radio network, ranging from our shows broadcasting Sundays, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Tomorrow we have a show by the title of DSR Presents uh, The Cypher. I will be hosting that show with my co-host, Alien. You know, you can come through as three artists that goes back-to-back at a time. It's a show for those who are learning how to freestyle and learning how to cipher. You know, stop through tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern on TalkShoot.com. This same number, but different ID number. The ID code is 135-700. Check them out tomorrow. Excellent. Thank you, Mr. DSR. And now the mic is in your hands, and you can, I would like for you to, uh, if you have two poems that you can share, that would be excellent. Indeed, I was just about to ask you that, too. <laughs> All right, so, uh, hmm, trying to see where I'm going to go with this. Now, you have, uh, you have a hip-hop subject title for this show today, huh? Yes, indeed, yes, we do. All right, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to try to uh, weed out that uh, it's not really a negative piece, but it's uh, like a, I'm an AKA, I'm a broadcasting, newscasting type of poet. You already know that, Francine. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the title of this piece I'm going to recite to y'all is called Devil's Mentality. One flash of men pain. 
Bullets brought the flesh. Who the victim, who the mark, or the target? Who cares your life with a side of a donor was checked on the back of the license? I need what I don't have. Give me a ski mask. What's the layout the bank? ATM of the suit. Fuck thinking. Give me that. Empty your pockets. But my kids shut the fuck up and cough in your wallet. No, please. One chamber took a life. See what you made me do? You're the reason your kids have no father. Your spouse is now a husbandless wife. Strife. Caught on camera. Who's next to lose their life? I yell, no one can take me down. Men in blue see me out of bounds, now I'm bleeding to death. I forget how many wounds. Leaders world consumed by hate face my doom. Another case of serial killer and the lives of multiple stab wounds. Cadavers, what's the description? Is it natural causes? No. Countless victim names. Drive-bys creating spirits of the innocent. Bound to sidewalks, playground, living room, and bedroom windows. Can't forget basketball courts. Some occasions, accidental death. A fight, this dude broke his neck. It happened so fast the crowd with no response, just stunned. Police brutality was even a suspect. All handcuffed behind his back with the cop's knee in his spine. Clever Peely aside the head, the so-called suspect still don't know what he did. As the officer says, stop resisting arrest and it may say he's blessed. Claiming he found God after no evidence proved to convict him of taking the group of lives just for serving a minimal sense for being placed at the scene of the crime. Two gunshots and old man lost his mind. Next victim pick a son one has kids the other none another shot the son who lives runs thinking i won't go to hell end of my life finger clicking the trigger father bullets through my temple dropping the gun devil's mentality is everything negative nothing effing fun dso mm. wow that was fire ink right there ladies and gentlemen dsr and uh, Mr. DSR, can you please share with everyone how they can tune in to your radio show, which you are producer of, and thank you. Uh, well, yeah, right now yeah, I'm only doing the cipher for the moment, Francine. I oh. turned the uh, the reins over to Joe, the verbal mind dance in Queen's Mind on a Monday. Okay. show artists, all artists lined up by 7 p.m., 9 p.m. Eastern, all genres, international show, Mondays. Outstanding. Outstanding. I love the growth. I, I have to commend you on that. Every time I have dialogue with you, it's always a new branch added to your tree. You are ever-growing. You are ever-evolving, and that's the mark of a true artist. I commend you on that, and I say to you, never stop growing, continue to grow. Excellent. Exceptional. Hey, thank you, thank you. Uh did you want that second piece or do you or you do you have enough time left? You know, how how long are you with us? Can I go to another and come back to you in like ten minutes? Oh sure, I'll be here. Okay. Thank you. King Spade. King Spade. Queen Nikki, yes. King Spade. Yes, I'm here. Yes, I'm, I'll be waiting for you to come back with that second piece. <laughs> well, thank you, Nikki. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are continuing our open forum discussion at this time. And, yes, we are talking about uh, what our show's topic is. Of course, our show's topic was about rap and also identifying 
rhythm and mixing beats, but our focus word is hip-hop, and we're going to stay on that topic because, um, as you've already heard, hip-hop is all about one's perception. And I want to thank Mr. DSR for sharing that definition with us tonight because it's so true. At this time, I'm going to go to Dr. Sharonda. Welcome back, Dr. Sharonda. Hey. Hey, Dr. Sharonda. Dr. Sharonda, you gave us much to consider as we were discussing uh, the quote by President Obama and uh, what we did not agree with, because I definitely uh, do agree with you. Today's rap, or I'm going to say not today's rap, but today's hip-hop is far different Mm -hmm. from the hip-hop that we're uh, more acquainted with, uh, the hip-hop that was originally introduced. So what I would like for you to do, do you have a poem? Would you happen to have a poem that speaks to this, what Um, we're now currently discussing? Yeah, yeah, but I, I really wanted to do, like, um, since we're talking about rap, I wanted to do a rap. Oh, okay. You know what? You have the floor, lady, <laughs> <laughs> because you know you're one of our favorites, and I'm always, always uh, well pleased with everything that you bring to the table and that you share on our show. So I'm going to invite you at this time to sit in our spotlight chair. I'm going to turn the spotlight on you. And now this is your moment to share two. I'm going to let you share two pieces. And then after that, we're going to get some feedback from New York, New York. Our brother and king, Scott Young. Okay, well, now this does have profanity in it, so I'm going to get that disclaimer. Okay. Yeah, okay. And thanks for the disclaimer. (laughs) You know my people call me psycho. I'm running out of time. They tell me that I'm 10 cents short of a dime because I pull out the nine at the drop of a hat to show these punk motherfuckers where I'm at or should I say where I'm coming from or where I've been. I roll with myself because I don't have friends. I used to have some, but I bucked them all because them pussies didn't have no balls. See, I have no time for no faking and no shaking. I stay outside because there's money to be making. I used to think about killing myself dead, but then I thought about doing a walk by instead, and that shit made me so ecstatic. When I bust them down with the automatic, something proper is how I break you off. I step on pumps that are weak, whack, and soft. Don't ever think that the poet is playing, man. What's that shit that you're saying? Mm, wow. Please restate the title of that poem, please. That rap. Please. <laughs> it's, it's called Fuck That Shit That You're Saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and actually, it was, um, it was, uh, I had, I was a part of this, um, production company called Channel Black. And, um, me, this guy named Excel that I went to school with, and, um, Killer, which is, um, Killer is R. Kelly's brother. So we had that mm-hmm. record. We never did get a chance to record it, but we did that together. So that was the that was my verse of, oh, that, okay. of that record. Yes. 
Wow, I tell you, you were a serious rapper. <laughs> yeah, I told you I had to be, you know, I had to be in your face because I was a female rapper. So I had to come out, I, I used to battle all the time, but I had to come out with um, strong lyrics like that. I mean, just to even mm-hmm. get the attention, you know. Okay, well, I tell you, that piece definitely does, it grabs you by the throat and it shakes you twice. <laughs> And actually, that you. that piece is 25 years old. Wow. 25 years old? 25 years old. And still fresh. Now, that that's what you call when it's done right, it's right, and it lasts. It's savor. It, it, it just never fades. That's raw right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's raw. Well, Dr. Sharonda, you have your uh, your second piece ready? Yeah, so I'm going to say, I'm going to give a little lighter side. And um, this this one is called Different Flow. I'm just going to do the third verse of it. Okay. The mic is now in your hands. <clears throat> I got different flavors, just like lifesavers. But when you make green papers, folks catch the vapors. People backstabbing it, but I'm not having it. See my piece of the pie, and I'm grabbing it. Crazy like loco, have unique vocals. Sometimes I'm with the group. Sometimes I hung solo all by my lonesome. No one to turn to. I see a cute man. Uh, yoo-hoo, just to get what I want, I will search the land. One thing I want is a clean-shaven man. Hey, boy, I like you. Grab me by the hand, because all I want is a one-night stand. Shoop, shoopity-doo-wop, wham, bam. Thank you, sir. I'm at the end of the road now. I need to transfer. Your woman saw me. Wasn't my fault, G. Heard you was humping around. Now she's salty. See you whenever. Maybe be the next time just look for the lady with the fresh rhymes i'm always pleasing i'm never skeezing i could kick a different flow for different reasons that's one more thing you should know i'm poet and i'm out with my different flow wow 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 i tell you a rapper a poet a life coach a doctor you wear so many hats (laughs) you wear so many hats you are truly a versatile artist, and it takes a master artist to be able to juggle all such hats and to do it efficiently. I commend you on that. I commend yeah, you, you have to be able to write. You have to be versatile because you never know who may need you to perform, and you never know who's watching. Mm, I love okay. it. I love it. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. And Queen Nikki, the mic is now in your hands. If there's anything more you would like to say to Dr. Sharonda before we move on? Well, I'd just like to say great job. I mean, I think that she she expressed herself every time very well. And I, I love the way that she expressed herself through the arts and that she's able to transition and transform. I think you never know what you're going to get with Dr. Sharonda. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And that's not a bad thing with Dr. Sharonda. <laughs> no, it's not. With it's some people, great. you got to kind of put armor on. Yeah, you just don't know. Right. You got to jump. You know what I mean? Right. You just don't know. The bombs might come, you know? But she's safe. She's safe, and she's legitimate, ladies and gentlemen. She's raw. She's real. She's solid. I love her. Well, Dr. Sharonda, I need to get some definition from you. Um, I'm going to read a quote by Mr. DSR, 
Okay. And then uh, after you, we're going to go to D- Mr. DSR so he can give us his second poem, and then we're going to move on to North Georgia and then New York and, and so forth. But uh, Mr. DSR gave us a quote tonight. He said, hip-hop is everybody's individual life. Each of us have a perception, and it differs from the one to the next. Your life experience is such. Now, I would like to hear from you in your own words, because what I'm doing now is I'm creating a list of quotes from tonight's show, of all quotes given on tonight's show by every caller, every artist. So now I would like to hear what is your definition of hip hop, please. My definition of hip hop is staying true to yourself and staying true to your community. Mm-hmm. And what what I mean by that is that if you have something value to, valuable to say, don't water it down, don't dumb it down, don't toss it aside because you know if you don't do it, you may be in the, not be in the mainstream. So being truthful to yourself and being truthful with others, and being able to stand on what you say and how I you present that. yourself, yeah. Excellent. Don't dumb down or water down your message to be approved by the mainstream. Right. Because awesome. really, like I, I think you had said, not I agree with what Nas said. Hip hop is the streets, and how we exp- you know how we express ourselves, mm-hmm. how we how we're able to. Um, you know, use our art as therapy. Even um, J.O. has said it. You know, he he writes to relieve his stress. And actually, that's to me, that's what it is. I I just feel like writing and performing. That that's my therapy. Mhm. To be able to have a platform where people listen and um and I can get feedback, or even if I don't get feedback, I'm able to express myself in a way that I might not have the opportunity on at another platform. Excellent, Dr. Sharonda, excellent. That is so essential because we have so many people that tend to compromise their beliefs and yeah. also who they are to be accepted by mainstream America, to be accepted by the majority class, to be accepted by uh, peers, to be accepted by anyone other than themselves. And they forget that it's not worth losing your identity for. And, And your community is your, I always believe this, your community is the root. If you detach yourself from your root, you will die. You won't last long. You may feel or believe or think or perceive that you are succeeding, but you really aren't because you're becoming something so far from what is true that when you really discover the truth of the matter, some people can't live with themselves. Right. That's true. You know? And, I, you know, earlier I did say, you know, I had to come out, and you know, in a different way in order to be noticed. But I did that without losing who I am, and I still did it mm-hmm. in a way 
that represented me in the things that I went through. I just didn't water it down versus, you know, um, watering it down and stuff like that. So I did have to be more forceful, but it's still, um, this is nothing that I had to to take and, and and try to figure out, like, how can I write this and how can I say this is something that was already in me. So I was able to write it with no problem. Excellent, excellent. I love that. When it's in you, whatever is within us, that is the voice of our message. Yeah. If we allow others to silence that voice, we will never reach our fullest potential. We've got right. to be strong, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to hold fast to our profession, who we really are, and realize don't settle for less. Don't sell your soul for anything. Your soul is who you are. That's you, your personality, you. Once you give yourself away, what do you have left? Exactly. There's nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Thank you so much, Dr. Sharonda. And I Thank definitely uh, put that quote in our events page. I'm going to be sharing that on the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page as well. I'm just going to move on now to the okay. next caller, and we'll come back to you. Have some more poetry ready. All right. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> And thank you. I enjoyed I enjoyed your pieces both. Okay, at this time we're going to go back to Mr. DSR before we return to North Georgia and then to New York. Welcome back, Mr. DSR. Hey, good to be back. <laughs> I want to say to you, thank you so much for that um, exceptional uh, scribble and quote that you rendered. I definitely will be sharing that on the Exceptional Scribble Show fan pages being shared even now on the Exceptional uh, Scribble Show events page. And I would like for you now to to share with everyone another uh, Fire Ink poem by yourself, Mr. DSR. The mic is now in your hands. All right. Yeah, this next one is titled... Am I talking to myself? Goes like this. Does loser describe me? Am I weak or fool? Powers that be gave me poetic ability to feed, emit, admit unlimited script. Do I pause too often? Dulling my skill like a unused blade, or do I relearn, absorb, heightening my mental ability? Encyclopedias, dictionary, dimension unlock when I click infinite search. Lyrical mass expands, weighing down my brain. Doubt like a virus as it remains. Am I insane or eccentric? Feel a sense of a little resentment. Apocalypse now, but the flames don't scorch my flesh. Don't know if they're from me or someone else. Every sound light around me fades, yet I still can breathe. Walk through the dark like you're looking for a switch. Part of your life while emotional like comes back you at the edge of a cliff does your life in it is it only the beginning in peace Mm-mm-mm-mm. wow you know what every time i hear you spit a poem i'm always hearing like music even though there's no music playing like you just have that vibe you just have that flowetry in your poetry where it's it's i'm hearing I'm hearing synthesizers, I'm hearing beats, I'm hearing, 
and it's an urban sound, instrumental sound I'm hearing. I'm like, wow, I, I don't agree. get that with nobody else. Queen Nikki, please confirm. I agree. Yeah, it's like a beatbox jazzy thing going on, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah, that I it's like just, it. it's it's quite original because that, I don't get that with, I mean, I, you know, we hear a lot of poets and a lot of lyricists and artists, you know, they come through and they share their artistry, but I don't hear that with no one else. That's special. I just had to share that with you, Mr. DSR. And thank you, Queen Nikki, for sharing as well and confirming. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, thanks, uh, Nikki, right there, and you as well, Francine. I've been, uh, I mean, the first person who uh, told me a uh, similar response, what you just said, is uh, Jamie Bond. You know, uh, mm. she did put that out there. She says, like, you have a, a bee in your head, like somebody's playing drums every time you recite a piece. Wow, I, I, I'm curious. I just have to ask this question next. Do you have music background as for instrumentation? Are there any instruments that you have mastered or that you are studying and learning to play? <laughs> you know, I got to laugh at that once again. I mean, she asked me the same exact thing. I don't have a <laughs> uh, music background. Uh, you know, uh, I don't have any family I'm related to that was a musician. I mean, I found my own mm. talent on my own. You know, I wasn't aware of my capabil my capability when I was uh, when I was younger. You know, I was really testing the waters, seeing I mean where I, where I was going to end up in the future. Mm. Okay, okay. So you just kind of found your way, um, just listening to your heartbeat, just kind of. Having that ear attentive, you knew there was a voice inside of you, there was that poet. You know, it makes me think of your book, your very first book published, um, entitled Awakening the Poet. Right. And it's like you had this awakening, you had this epiphany, and you discovered your voice. You discovered this was the path for you to take. Awesome. Phenomenal. Well, thanks again. Thanks again for sharing. If you have another poem, um, please have it in in preparation uh, because we will definitely come back to you if you still have time to hang out with us tonight. Uh, Yeah, I might be uh, going in a minute here, but I'm going to keep listening until I can here. Okay. Well, thanks. We honor you. We uh, commend you on the cipher. What is this now that's going on with your productions, your promotions? Yes, yes. The cipher is one of my brand new shows. DSR presents the cipher. I'm going to mm-hmm. be hosting that. Me and Alien, the new mm-hmm. uh, DSR member. You know, that's a that's a place where you learn how to freestyle. If you're interested in freestyle, learn how to cipher to be uh, not just a poet, but learn to be a lyricist. And uh, mm-hmm. among a group of uh, artists, you know, it's three at a time, back-to-back ciphering. And then we give critiques on after uh, you finish that cipher. Excellent. Well, I'm going to invite you. If you can um, share the information, if you have a flyer or a poster, if you can share that on the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page, we would uh, greatly appreciate that. And we'll keep post, repost, we'll repost it. 
and continue to promote it so other uh, pages also will have it as well. All right, we'll do it. Thank you, Francie. You are welcome, Mr. DSR. Thank you. Good night, Nikki. Sorry, need to cut it out. Okay, now we're going to move on to Georgia, and then we're coming back to New York. North Georgia, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. You're welcome. Well, I tell you, North Georgia, I need you to uh, share with our listening audience a little more background information about yourself because you are definitely a talented uh, writer and slash poet. So I want to do you the honors of giving you this platform to promote who you are, what you do. Also, if you have any radio shows or any uh, college events that are forthcoming this week or weekend, I'm giving you the opportunity to promote that. And uh, then after that, we would like to hear two poems by you. Okay, is that all right? Yeah, that's cool. Okay, the mic is now in your hands. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, this is the Big Doug and Petrus Fury, um, poet, writer, communicator, uh, a artist that uh, exudes original originality. And uh, my thing is this intensity, express myself, mm-hmm. the level of my own lane amongst other lanes. You know, and echoing that like a volcano. That's just my thing. It's what I always believed in, and that's what I always have done and still do to this very day. And, um, you know, I just believe in that. You know, I believe in creating new avenues. I don't believe in living in a area of one journal and staying in that situation. I believe in pushing the envelope and redefining that journal or creating your own journal. Mm. I believe in going another direction. I believe in taking risks and making it happen and personifying it and not being afraid and not being ashamed, spitting and expressing with no fear. That's what mm-hmm. I believe. And, you know, that's what I stick to. And that's what I do. Whether it's the freestyle, whether it's the peace, it's always from my heart, always from my, my mind and my soul. So I always express that no matter what. And I always express myself in sonified echoes that you can't compare to the next person. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. That's what I do. So um, I've been doing poetry for a long time, you know, uh, through different shows and um, King Space. So I was on this show some time ago, okay. uh, a while ago, and. Um, I've been on bouncing around different shows and, um, you know, just spitting and expressing myself. Usually people call me B-I-W-J, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just have my own lane. I just stick to it, and I spit it, and I express myself. Now, people always want to define hip-hop or bring hip-hop back, but hip-hop is what it is. It is what it was. You can't bring it back. It's going to be what it was. You add to it or do something different. You know. Mm, okay, I like that. Now I'm going to put that in the. I'm going to make sure this is on our fan page, and I'm going to ask you. Now you said hip hop. 
is now the way you worded it, I want to get it exact. If you can restate okay. your statement hip-hop, for me, please. Hip hop is what it is. Hip hop is what it was. You either okay. add something to it or you do something different. Okay. You either add something to it or do something different, correct? Correct. That is powerful. Thank you. I just believe Now, how shall I, um, should I put B-I-double-G? Yes, two Gs, B-I-two Gs. Mm-hmm. Big the artist. Yeah. Big, the big dog can pick this theory for... Uh, memories. People call me B I double G from uh, mm-hmm. Real to Taraji to Kenny Spade to um, to a lot of the other artists out there that out, I've been on shows with with them, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know that, that's what they refer to me as. So you know, I'm still here. You know. I just believe in doing your own thing and not trying to conform to rules and regulations of, of how it's supposed to be because you can't redecorate a house based on what it was when it first was manufactured. you got to okay. do your thing and stick to yourself. You can't measure up when you weren't there. It's like okay. trying to read it. Uh, about history that happened before you were around and then trying to go back and try to recreate that or, or try to add that. You can't do something that you didn't live. You got to be yourself. You got to be you. You can't bring it back because you never was there. You can't go back in time when that wasn't your time. You only read about it or you heard about it. So either mm-hmm. you do your thing or leave it alone or respect it what it was. It's that simple. You know, hip-hop is what it is. You can't Mm. make it be better. You know, you can't go back in time. You can't in your mind mentally, but physically, Mm -hmm. you'll never get there. You know? Okay. So, do something different. Change the game. And be yourself. And forget about comparisons. Just be yourself. Create a whole new lane. Don't be afraid, mm-hmm. you know. If somebody's saying something that you don't like, don't worry about what they're saying. Do your thing. Create your own situation. Create your own buzz. Be yourself. Don't be afraid. Have no fear. Spit with the mentality that this is what I do. I'm not afraid of it. I'm going to do something different. I'm not afraid. If they don't like what I'm saying, don't worry about it. Somebody's going to like what I'm saying. If they don't like mm-hmm. it, I know I like it. And if I can express it to the highest level of myself, then that gives me comfort and joy. And if you can be proud of what you do, then somebody will tell you at some point they enjoy you as well. you got to put out how you feel first. You can't expect a reward if you don't put out the trying of trying to express yourself. You got to try. You can't go about Yeah, You got to try to be you, be yourself. 
And when you sing hip hop, you got to say, I rap, I sing, I dance. You got to define yourself because you can't be in, in, in the category of hip hop if you don't tell people what it is that you do in hip hop. It's like if I go to the mall and I'm going shopping, I'm not going to buy what you're going to buy. I'm going to buy something different. So if you're a hip-hop artist, let people know what you're doing and what you want to do and define it and live it. Live it out. Be yourself. Be you. Don't be afraid. Have no fear. And if you have fear, maybe you're not a strong person to express all your thoughts, all your feelings, because if you really believe what you believe, you will say it. And also, if you believe what you believe, you wouldn't spend all your time worrying about what the other person has been saying that you don't like. If you don't like mm-hmm. it, don't listen to it. Do your thing. Because your words. Be yourself. Don't be afraid. You know. Outstanding. Good advice. Good advice. And I'm glad that you made this strong assertion and public announcement on tonight's platform because we have a lot of listeners who are artists. Some are budding artists. Some are new to the artist scene, and some are new in uh, hip-hop, and they're studying, and they're trying to discover their own style. So they need to know just what you shared with all of us tonight, and even those who have been artists for some time, we need to be reminded sometimes. So thank you for rehearsing what you just stated in our ears and giving it um, in such a full, detailed manner. You really broke things down. I, I, I greatly appreciate you for doing that. Thank you. You're welcome. And now at this time, if you can uh, share a poem, and what we'll do is we'll let you share one poem for now, and then we're going to take a music break, and when we come back, we'll have you share the second poem, and then we'll get feedback, and then we're going to New York, and then we're going to California. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Excuse me, Francine. Mm -hmm. This is is Nikki. If I may please comment on what you mean. Yes, yes, you may. I truly want to thank you for everything that you did because you helped clarify things even for myself. And you also helped me to be able to understand different people's perspectives on hip-hop. And what it means, and even astounding on on it being a culture, on how it's a culture, and how some of us may feel like the culture has shifted or has changed, but it's just a different part of the culture, and it may have not, it may not have really changed, but just transformed or transitioned or has been altered for whatever reason. And you said it also eloquently, and it yes. was such a plain and simple yet intellectual answer. So thank you. A round of applause. I yes, mean, indeed. Okay, now you can go into your speech or however Francine was going to go. Thank you, Francine. 
Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Queen Nikki. Okay, so at this time, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hear from Mr. Big, B-I-double-G, the artist and the poet. Verbally, deep words must be uttered, and true words must be spoken, and true words are touchy. True words are very deeply untouchable. True words rip open bull. We'll talk over the bull. We'll talk with power the bull. Real words taboos fools. Real words smacks fools. Real words confronts issues. True issues never come in order. True words persevere. Real words are emphatically spoken and communicated. Real words are appreciated later. It's always later on. No matter what's going on, real words are going to be sufficiently absorbed. Emphatically, real talk, real words can bust and break down mental walls. Real words are not just vivid. A lot more vivid. Real words always emphatically penetrate emphatically, and no one is safe, and no one is sound. No one is out of bounds. Emphatically, and clowns get contaminated. Real words ship shape. Verbal herbs. In fact, the real words ain't just words. In fact, the real words screw mental views. Real words unscrew real words. Real words unscrew issues. In fact, the real words literally and very fact, give weak minds opportunities to embrace boxes of tissue. Real words unseal, sealed open cracks openly. Real words very deeply, literally, and very much. In fact, it unfastens and loosens dishonesty. Very emphatically, yeah, literally, it was so spoken. Words ever so spoken, in fact, directly in your face, in your ears. Yeah, emphatically speaking, the bit talking pictures fury. Yeah, emphatically. Mm, mm, mm. Emphatically. Wow, real words. Real words. Can you give a little background on how you came about? composing that piece? What inspired it? What triggered you to write that piece? A lot of times people say things, but they don't say what they really mean. They say it later. Like, hmm. trying to say something. Like, I like that song. I like that poem. And then you ask them about it, and they say something different. Mm-hmm. So real words should be uttered and enunciated from day one, from the first five minutes. Not two or three hours later. So if I mean something, I should say what I mean within the first five minutes of the question or the suggestion of what it meant that I said. I shouldn't try to ship shake something that I wanted to say, but I didn't say it because I wasn't thinking about it. So I put it out there. I need people to know that, hey, this is what I really felt. This is what I really meant. So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to mean it. I'm not going yeah. to hold back what I really feel. I'm not going to pretend I'm another person to get people to like me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be myself. Either I like it or not. But one thing for sure is when I say it, I give my all, I give my heart, and you give, you give that. No matter what, because when you give it, people will love you, and you never know who's going to tell you in return. They, they appreciate you because you're just being yourself. You're just sharing your and your heart with people from whatever you feel and whatever you have to enunciate or share on topics or 
subjects. That's what you do. Yeah. You share that. You ship shape what you feel because everybody is on a different boat, but people pick, people are going to pick up nuggets from what you got to say, things that, that stick to them and, and, and make them feel better, make their day better, make their night better, make them feel better as a person, or those things can add to them and put food in their belly and get their mind on the right path because everybody doesn't know. Everybody doesn't know to put one plus one to get two. Some people mm-hmm. just don't know. They, they don't know to do the math. People don't know. Right, do right. They're not doing they the math. Know. That's true. People don't know. They don't know how to do math. They don't know how to multiply, add, subtract. They think it's not important. Right, exactly. So you got to ship shake and be yourself. Be who you are. Don't conform to what you're told to do. Do what you do in a way that it comes to you. Because when you do that, people will love you for who you are. And they won't look at you funny or try to compare you to another person. Mm-hmm. You will be compared whether you like it or not. But if you're strong enough in your own mindset, you can right. overpower those comparisons. Yes, and indeed. You, Thank you. you. You're welcome. And listen, we're going to come back to you because we want to hear another uh, poem. Okay. Uh, but at this time, we're going to take a music break. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at this time, we're going to hear another uh, selection by our feature artist for tonight, Mr. J.O. So tune in, listen closely. Uh, this piece is entitled Outlaw. From the 215, tell me who wanna try, tell me who this fly, tell me who this high. I'm the one, top gun, time cruising on him. Beat the beats up, leave a couple of bruises on him. Radio snoozing on him, he likes dope, nitro. Set fire to the wires, make the mic glow. Bruce Lee, boy, the B-boy, take the right flow. Show up, I don't talk bluff, I feed you decent people. I don't gotta repeat it. I'm hellfire, you a big lighter, preheated. I fall all year round, you clowns pre-season. Tenderize rap guys that one beef beat em. Disrespect them, delete them. Might stretch them, delete them. Get off this, then my squad won't see them. That's how we rob it up the deal. My bloodline procedures, fall back. Friends and legions take a knee when you greet and shut your mouth when the ball's speaking. My whole life I've been in our law. Chasing this money can be your downfall. What I grind for, family coming first, I'm about mine, so mine, George. My whole life I've been an outlaw. Chasing this money can be your downfall. So don't ask me what I grind for, family coming first, I'm about mine, so mine, George. Me and Bugger straight bombing on them, what you gonna do? Go with time on them. Put their backs against the walls, put a gun to the head, we stand tall. Never fall, never fold up. Rolling like a blunt, they get rolled up. They were small change in the cup. We are big guys doing big things. Nothing compares to the pain we'll bring. Punch you in the head with the forty rings. This is a rap game, no time to sing. Trying to roll the six one oh to be king. So fly, hop off these fucking wings. Like Rocky, time to go when the bell rings. Swing into action like these and sting. Like Apollo, you miss when you swing. 
swing, you ain't gonna do a goddamn thing. From the 610 to the 215, you're gonna be king. My whole life I've been a lot of love. Chasing this money can be your downfall. Don't ask me what I cry for. Family coming first, I'm about my for my job. My whole life I've been a lot of love. Chasing this money can be your downfall. Don't ask me what I cry for. Family coming first, I'm about my for my job. Yeah, yeah. J.O. Teacher appreciates bugs. Outlaw. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was another selection by J.O. Productions featuring, let me get this right, featuring Briefcase Bug. Okay. All right. Now we're back with B-I-double-G, the artist slash poet. Welcome back, Big. Thanks for having me back. Thank you. You're welcome. Now we're ready to hear another poem by you. Okay. Thanks for so Thank you. Pain oozes suffering, buffering, buffering right through the avenues unseen and clearly do. True, truth, truthfulness can help you. Help you. Only what you succumb to makes you or it can break you. It could or can it. Whenever you can handle manhandling situations with audacity, face the fleas, face the bats, face the rats, face the dogs, face the cats. Nothing is easy, but life teaches lessons. Life keeps you, life keeps keeping you, guessing, teaching you to face the long haul. If you can handle the long haul, pack it. What would it like? And you all. And you all, you face the heat, you face the cold, facing the edge until you actually stall. Take what's in your hands and create bread. Emphatically face the outcomes until you see the arising scenery of a very unexpected dawn arising, surprising you like rain do. But it's emphatic to be diligent all day, all night. Fight on, keep on, living on, fight on, strive on, hang on. The jungle gets people and life is the mystic audacity vividly explore real talk, real talk nibbles, nips, nor snacks and bites all day, all evening, all night, all you deeply sincerely through the text and audacity. And I speak emphatically in audacity for myself. In fact, be speaking, I am the big duck in Petrus Emphatically, yeah, real talk, in fact, be speaking, the big duck in Petrus Real talk, emphatically, right here. Yeah, right here. Yeah, me. Real talk. Mm. All right. I felt the momentum in that. I loved it. And how you started on that part, face the fleas, face the dogs, face the rats, face the cats. Then you went into some other details, and then you started touching on how we need to fight on, keep on. That was a highly motivational poem right there. I mean, anybody that's near getting exhausted, that's like your second win piece right there. That piece gives you that second win. And so you can continue to keep on the grind and, and, and continue to fight another day to win. I really enjoyed that piece. So what right. inspired that piece? Well, people are always saying that they uh, 
looking for a big break or you're trying to get to a certain point or how mm-hmm. do you through. But you got to keep fighting. You don't know. Everybody's born in certain areas. Nobody has has a has a uh, a a memo of where you're going to be born or where mm-hmm. you're going to end up or where you're going to travel, where you're going to end up in life, who you're going to meet, who you should meet. So you just got yeah. to fight on and keep fighting. You can't give up. You got to face the feet, the fact, the back, the rest, because everybody has things that they got to face in their face. They, they they can't wonder what it should be. You know, you got to say, well, I wish I was from here or over there. But the truth is, nobody knows where they're from. When, when you're born, you're born. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know where you're going to be. You just got to fight on and, and hang on and keep going. Stay strong and don't give up because people will give up. People will always be, you know, gifted in whatever your talent is. Whatever God gave you, you got an ability. But you can't give up because nothing is easy. You got to fight. Like, like if you are an athlete, you don't think somebody's going to get your championship, do you? You got to fight for that thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to fight. You got to hold on. You got to push and give your all. Because if you don't give your all, you know, it's like saying, "I guess you don't want it." You know, like, you know, you have to fight. You got to push. You got to give all you got. And then if you get tired, give some more. Never give up. Because when you get to that point, it's like, man, how did I get here? But you know how you got because you fought and you gave your all and you believed in it and you didn't quit. Because mm-hmm. times of the best work and the best ideas come when you feel like this is ain't this is just not working. This is not this this is not nothing. This is terrible. You know, it's the best stuff usually. You know, usually the best stuff is when you write it when you're thinking like you don't feel like this is nothing. That's the best mm-hmm. stuff, best material. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then from there, yes, it's growth. Yeah, you know, so you, you got to believe and fight because when you're out there and when you're creating ideas and you feel like this is this is garbage, this is crap, you just, that's the best stuff because mm. you're in a time and place where you feel like you're really going through a detriment of turmoil that seems like it doesn't want to end. That's the time mm-hmm. you need to better take, get that pen, get the dictionary, get the source, then Google out the internet and, and, and focus and create that idea. Work on it. Build it. Build a house, you know, because it's, it's not going to be easy. It seems like you can't get anywhere because you're starting off. But once you start to build and build, things will start to come to you and add to you. People will come to you at certain points and, and support you in a way, in, in a way telling you you're doing the right thing, you're doing the right path, you're doing the right actions, you, you're going the right direction. Just hold on. Don't give up. Yes, yes, indeed. When Thanks. that deep is on you, 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 you got to push because that that push you don't know you don't know that that push is what brings out of you what you have. But you don't use the, the 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 desire and the energy that you never have been tested with. You won't know who you really are. You know. Absolutely. Thank you so much, B I Double G. The artist and poet. We will be coming back to you. We have another two callers that we must go to. Actually, there's several in queue, but we want to thank you for all that good input. It was well understood and much appreciated. Thanks again. We will be back to you. Now, at this time, we're going to New York. Welcome back, New York. King Scott. Mm -hmm. 
and L Radio. Thank you. Um, hey, Scott. Hey, darling, how you doing? Okay, you must have dropped your phone in the toilet bowl because you don't answer it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I ain't going to start nothing. Don't laugh at him, Francine. Don't laugh at him, Francine. Don't laugh at him. He ain't funny. I'm, I'm not even going to start with you tonight. I'm going to do a little something <laughs> like this. Uh, brother B-I-Double-G, I'm really feeling what you said. Because you expressed, like Nikki them said, even for people that didn't understand the way you expressed it, if you didn't understand, you was just a rock. And that's the real deal. And especially like the other brother said, you know, hip-hop is your feeling, how you feel. You know, that's that. when you try to emulate somebody else, you'll never be nothing because people always compare you. Oh, he sound like B.I.G. Oh, he sound like Nas. But when you let the flow flow in you, that's that. That's like my word for the day. That's what that's my flow. You know, and that Dr. Sharonda, I don't know, man. I might have to get a divorce and find this woman because she is something exceptional. <laughs> she 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 said what other people didn't step up to say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just because Barack Obama said it didn't make, make no difference because I was going to say, I don't see how rap was smart or uh, hip-hop was smart anyway. You know, unless he talking about computers, and he done lost me. But I like the way that you dealt with that, friend, by taking, you know, the the whole quota and everything off the off the board, you know, to keep... Everything, um, as the youngsters say, uh, facts and gully, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> without, you know, disrupting the uh, aura and the positivity of the show, you know, and the way y'all do things here, I just love it to death. Um, I called a friend of mine a little while ago. He's supposed to have one of his uh, clients calling in, but I don't know if she's on the line, Miss Toy, but... um. We'll find out in a minute, but I'm gonna do my work mm-hmm. for the day. Thank you. And we're gonna and, we, and we'll work from there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things that go on in this world, people will never understand. But Nikki, I'm gonna get on your butt about DSR tonight. Last week it was Fran, but I ain't <laughs> jealous because it was part of people. <laughs> and I just had to put it out there and put it in the shoot. <laughs> See, Dr. Sharonda, she put something heavy on our minds, showing that we can be separate and equal people if we just use our minds. See, we can agree to disagree and still keep it right. And that's why we're on this radio show to give love to the people and show them the light. See, we're the people that's going to bring us out of this darkness and this spiritual war. And if you don't believe that, then you're on the wrong side of the basket, and you ain't going to never score. But I have to say this to this brother, the B-I-G-G. What you said, brother, was downright stupendous and on the T.O.P. I can't say anything else more because, see, I'm one of the founding fathers of rap. But I don't like putting that out there because people always want to give you a pat. I don't need no pack because they done just try to destroy what we done built. But see, when the truth is the truth, 
you have to take the knife by the hip. See, we ain't cutting nobody. We ain't chopping them up. We over here on Exceptional Scribble just showing up. Doing it like this, Mr. DSR came through with his Barry White voice, and it caught Nikki too. <laughs> but see, I ain't tripping. I'm sitting in the back listening to all this going on and how y'all just don't know how to act. That's all right. I love y'all to death. And I'm up in the kitchen and I'm cooking it like a chef. So as the brother says, you got to have it from your soul. Because if you don't, then guess what? Your story's told. So as I say every week, I'm going to tip up my cup, send out love and wishes and everything to my family, and that's what's up. And that's the word for the day from Scott Young, pull your pants up. Love y'all. Oh, oh my. That was a grand slam right there. You're dead wrong, Scott. You're dead wrong. <laughs> well, well, well. You're dead wrong. You're dead wrong, Scott. You know, we'll you know, Nikki, don't, Nikki, you know you don't leave the door cracked open too many times. I got to get in there when, when, when you leave it open. Oh, but honey, <laughs> when it come back to you? <laughs> Look here. I already know, so I ain't tripping. Okay. Today was your day. <laughs> Francine. Yes, ma'am. He did me. He did I, you too, though. He did you too, though. He did you too, He though. did. Yes, he did. He he got us. He got us. I, I'm, I'm almost speechless. I have to. This is what I have to do. We, next week might be Queen Zipporah. I might have a free Right on. That's pretty. Right on. But, you know, uh, somebody got some noise I going had the applause. Here. I had to let him hear a round of applause for yeah. he did get us again. I mean, <laughs> it's no coming back. It's no coming back from it's that. Not, it's not. It's not. There's no recovery. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but y'all know I love y'all to death, you know, and I was in here, and, I, and y'all really had me cracking up. I really had tears in my eyes. It just, and it's you know, it's it's a subject that we're dealing with that is, um, how would I say? I would say is like really eighty percent of the world's population deal with. Mm-hmm. I look at the. I was on the train the other day, and I looked and I said, "How are the African American people always so looked down upon?" and hated and talked about and dealt with racism in every other race trying to be like us, mm. dressing like yeah. us, wearing their hairstyles like us, mm. speaking like us. Mm-hmm. We are the innovators and motivators for every invention that is the largest invention that make this world go round. We built this country. We had math when they didn't even know what math was. They were the savages, mm. you know. And I, I look and I say, man, if our youth just know the power that they have. Like Dr. Sharonda said, it's all by design. Because mm-hmm. if I take, you, you know, and it shows you what has been yes. going on for centuries. You know what I'm saying? Take, 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 take. Mm. That's it. 
There's mm-hmm. never no break from taking, stealing, raping, pillaging, mm. anything. Everything you put your hands on, you just got to touch. That's what's wrong with our weather. That's what's wrong mm. with our atmosphere. And now you want to go out in space and find another rock because you're going to drain this one out, as you think mm. anyway, you know. But, see, people have to understand Some People are always talking about they got problems. What do you think would be a major problem? We're on a rock in the middle of space. What if we lose our gravitational pull? What would happen? What if we go too close to the sun? See, people are always hollering about their problems. Mm-hmm. You on a rock in the middle of space, people. Mm. For real. Anything that these That's people are doing with this, right weather, with this weather and anything, we out of there. They safe. They got things built. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. So we have to start really using the power that we have, you know, to put these people in office that we need that's, that's the, for the betterment of the, of, of the people. Everybody going to have a little shysteness about them. But we got to get people that really leaning towards bettering and, and stopping all this. Because even like with the police the shootings and stuff, okay, the police shot the man down everything. Brothers, y'all killing each other every day, shooting people in each other in the face and the head where people got to have closed caskets, everything. Ain't nobody marching and and, and, and uh, going down the city hall complaining about that and waving signs because y'all done took on the mentality that this is what's supposed to happen in the hood. This is the norm. That's not the norm. Mother's not supposed to shed tears for their children. The, mm. the the age limit for the youth these days, if you reach 19 or 20, that's a blessing. Mm. And that's sad. And we got to change that. That's why I love this show. I love you, Fran. I love the hell out of you, Nikki. I love you, too. Queen Zipporah, love because man. y'all bring together the people. See, the people on this show that come in here, like B.I.G., them, and D.S.R., and Mr. Boston, and Dr. Sharana. See, we the people that's going to make the change because we're not afraid to stand up for what we know is right and what we believe in. That's we're not going to hide in no corners. We're going to stand up and let you know we here. And I talk about it every day, and I'm seeing it come together, and I love it to death. I don't know how y'all touch my heart. You know, I'll be wanting to go on Mr. Boston's show and – um, the rest of these brothers, you know, if I can make it. But this show here, I will be on uh, 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 every week. It's not that y'all get, call me an honorary guest host. That ain't why I'm here. It's the spirit. Because, see, I could be in, in, in my room watching basketball right now or laying down sleep. I've been at the doctor all day. I'm tired. But you know what? No matter how tired I am, I'm going to come on here and give y'all a word for the day and spend a little time with y'all because I feel y'all energy. Y'all give me a little boost, you know, to carry me over, yeah. you know. So I want to thank y'all for this forum. I want to thank y'all for being y'all. I want to thank everybody on this line under the sound of my voice because you could be anywhere else right now, but you here with us. And I want to thank you for that. And that ain't no radio spill. I ain't trying to draw you to my show. If you never come over there, I want you to know that you're respected and that somebody mm-hmm. out here care about you, you know, and that's just the real truth. And that's all I got to say for y'all tonight, you know. I got me wired up over here. I'm going to drink me a cup of cold cups of water. I'm burning now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we want to thank you for that spirited message. 
And for that uplifting word of the day, it was it was quite um, captivating and intriguing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> revealing. I mean, you just expose us so, but you know, it's all done in love. So we pardon you, um, <laughs> King Scott. <laughs> yes, and we thank Lord. you for your support. It never abates, and we truly appreciate that. And we will definitely be supporting you as well. And can you give your information about oh. your show, which airs tomorrow night on Wednesday? Um, yes, ma'am. The name of my show is Pull Your Pants Up. It airs at 6 to 7. I'm um, currently working on getting at least a half an hour back, so I might be starting at 530, you mm-hmm. know, because and um, I have a, a co-host whose name is Maya. I call her Maya on Fire. Mm-hmm. She, she's a, a business uh, life coach, business entrepreneur, as I said, the the other half. The uh, reason I keep saying she the other half of Nikki because she's, she's vanilla and Nikki's the chocolate. You know what I'm oh, saying? okay. That's mm-hmm. why I said that. You know, and, and Nikki's, Nikki's African-American and she's Italian, you know. Mm-hmm. So I put a little spaghetti in with the meat sauce. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> oh, my. But, um, he said that. He did. He said that. Nobody does it like Scott, I tell you. (laughs) Yeah, but um, and um, if y'all want to call in, y'all get y'all pins together. It's uh three zero five eight four eight 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 eight. That's three zero five eight four eight 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 eight. And it's gonna ask for access code, which is nine zero six seven zero one. Nine eight six zero pound sign. That's nine zero six seven zero one nine eight six zero pound sign. So at least y'all know be there six sharp because I start on point, you know. And uh, ain't no telling what you hear over there, you know. We like we we like over here. We we don't be profane. We be profound. We don't use no cussing, no n word, none of that. So the same etiquette that's done here on exceptional scribble is the same thing over there, you know. So when you come over there, you know, you're always welcome. And y'all, same way it happened over here, you know, and I love it, you know, because, you know, great minds thinking like, as always. That's right. That's right. We thank you. We appreciate you, Brother Scott. And we're going to move on because we got a caller from South California, and they've been on for some time. We want to give them a chance to speak. And, yeah, yeah, uh, we want to hear from the West Coast. Yes. yes, indeed, and we'll come back to the East Coast after. And um, Dr. Sharonda, we're going to go through some more poetry. We're going to get some more poetry uh, heard tonight. Celebrate National Poetry Month, April 2015, <laughs> everybody. Yep. Yes, yes. Thanks again, Scott. We'll be back. You're welcome. Thank you, darling. You're welcome as well. Welcome, caller from South California. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. Exceptional Scribble. I've been having a good time. This is Miss Toy from the World Mega Hit. You can do it. Put your back into it. All right. (laughs) Lovely, lovely. I love that. (laughs) That fine introduction you gave us. And yeah. um yes, um 
can you give us a little more background information if you have uh, a radio show that you do or just simply if you have any books that are published? Uh, feel free. This is your moment. You're in the spotlight on the panel of the Accessible Scribble Show. Take full advantage of the platform, please. Well, thank you very much, sis. Well, everybody You're know me as, as Miss Toy. You know, I was on Burn uh, with Militia. Then I did the Make a Hit with You, with, you Can Do It with Ice Cube. Um, I Ooh. was on the Small Tour with Dr. Dre um, and Eminem, and I performed the hit single. So you can see the Up and Smoke Tour on YouTube. You can go um, to the official Miss Toy page and subscribe to my page. I do have a radio show called Love's Love Radio, and I'm coming back on um, air at 420 um, to bring in some of my new music I have for my album series called I Am a Warrior. I have an oh. album series called I Am a Warrior Part 1 was released in January 2014, Part 2, December, Jan- um, December 2014. I am an mm. independent label. I am an independent label called GO Entertainment LLC. I have management, you know, working with me, Harlem Vets Entertainment and Management LLC. So it's time for the sisters to hear some great music. I call it Warrior Music. I have a series that has, the first part has, I have a song with Ice Cube on it called Green Like That Green. That's also in a movie called Bus House. If you go on Netflix, you can check that out. As you probably heard my voice and saw the movie plenty of times and didn't know it was your sister. Yeah, I've been in uh. it for a long time. But hmm. I'm still putting in a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? I have my own. Yes, you are. I was, yes, when I was on Universal, that was my first record deal after um, the song I did with Militia. But I was the co-executive producer of my first, very first album. And because hmm. uh, September 11 happened and my album came out October of the next month, you know what I'm saying? No one got a chance to really see. Uh, what an incredible artist and talented person that I am, but that was okay. That was a lot of slang. He had mm-hmm. better so that you could see a difference. See, if you didn't know a difference, if you didn't see a little Kim or Nicki Minaj, you wouldn't know that there was warriors out here watching. You know what I'm saying? And therefore, we have a better message to bring to our sisters that we don't have to be half-dressed to tell a message to the brothers because they listen to us anyway. So, Yes, indeed. Lovely radio. We bring a lot of love. You know what I mean? I, I, I bring a lot of new talent um, to hear their messages, to want to know what they're talking about, to, to let them know there are veterans in the game that care about what they're talking yes. about. I, I have 20 nieces and nephews. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even a mom, but I feel like I am. I have 20 nieces and nephews I'm raising. I know that feeling. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I have a label, so I'm I'm developing artists right now. So the things that you guys are putting out are the things that these young uh, artists are listening to. So they want to portray mm. you guys. But mm. the method to the madness is to just let them go on and be creative. And then when there's time to do homework, because in the game there's homework, you may have mm-hmm. to be like putting an album together. Who are you trying to reach? What is the topic? What is the, the concept? You know what I'm saying? So when you break it down like that, people start to use their brains and they bring out the intellectual side of it, not just the hardcore gangster or whatever they want to call it, just rap. It's hip-hop. It's a message that you're putting out there. So my, you know, intention is to let the game know that I haven't left. I'm paying very close attention. If you want to go to my SoundCloud or my like page, you know, Facebook.com forward slash Miss Toy Rapper, my SoundCloud, Miss Toy dash, M-S dash T-O-I. My Instagram is, you know, Miss Toy, the number one N only. And then I'm on Twitter, Miss Toy That Real. 
So it's it's not a game, and I I appreciate being a part of such a a great show and giving honors to um, the poet because that is how I started. You know, um, I was very encouraged to go in school. You know, as a teenager, mm-hmm. I was I was from Chicago. My mom moved me and my four, and three sisters to L.A. And when we got to Inglewood, it was really tough to try to fit in. So my way to fit in was to be to to, to you know have my boundaries and be you know, overprotective as I could, you know, of myself and of my reputation and not be weak, you know. So I didn't have a, a bad reputation. I got sent away. My, my mom sent me to move with my uncle to Sacramento. And I, I developed a different kind of atmosphere. You know, my environment was different. You know, my uncle was in the military, so everybody got up and went to work, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. School, we had we had a, a schedule. So right, I structure, yeah. That schedule. I, in that schedule, I wrote in my journal, and I had a book of poetry that I wrote, and my first poem was like, Lord, please help me, you know. And through that time that I read my Bible and I was like, you know, trying to get my grades together, you know, I, I really was on the honor roll, and, you know, <laughs> my uncle was like proud, like, wait a minute, who is this? You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to take that same attitude home when I went back home because I wanted to go back home with my family course, mm-hmm. but I had I had to change, you know, so when I got back home, I knew it wasn't going to be exactly how it was, but my ability to learn and impress my teachers and them help push me to the next level as far as writing, that's how I became this rapper today. I had some incredible teachers in that second part of my life in school, where now I'm focused. Now I know there's do, it's do or die. Who wants to be in high school when they're 19 and eight, you know what I mean? Who right. Yes, indeed. Right. My goal was not to be tough anymore. My goal was to get out of high school and have a future. So mm. the reason why I was writing and, you know, uh, they was giving me assignments about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and, you know, and I would, you know, put together some cold reports on how I felt about my community. You know, I dated drug dealers and stuff like that. I used to be on there. Why are you killing our community? You know what I'm saying? And they would look at me like, dang, she is fired, but... She on our butt, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I just embraced the side of me that learned so much about the streets, but I also wanted to be knowledgeable about how to get out of that, that you know, that situation. Like, how do I yeah. live a better life? So my music saved my life. My mother saved my life from taking me out of a horrible situation that I put myself in. You know, I invited a lot of negative elements to my life, and now I'm in warrior mode, and I say warriors only on everything. I hashtag it because if you're not a warrior, you won't know how to talk to me. Mm-hmm. If you're not a warrior, if you're not a warrior, you won't know how to go research my name and know that I've had big deals. I'm an independent company. I'm a production company. I've been on a Verizon commercial. You would know how to go do your homework. So when you go in the inbox, you'll know, hello, Miss Lord, how you doing? Not, hey, baby, hey, boo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love me to be beautiful, but I'm very intelligent. So if you don't have, if you have one word to say to me, I have no words to say to you. All praise be to Allah. I gave all of my information to the game in my music. If you can't go mm. and search it and see what I'm talking about and see how I'm feeling with you, the warrior. Just because I'm doing music, that don't mean that because you were, you know, you at McDonald's or you you at the bank, don't mean you're not a warrior at the bank. You still That's have right. to right. yourself. You have to stand up for yourself. You still have to go present yourself and That's present right. yourself well for your family first, not your yes. neighborhood, 
You have to present yourself well for your mother, your father, your grandmother, everybody who worked hard for you in their life to see you make it. That's who you work hard for. So that's who I'm working hard for right now is my whole warrior village and the team of people that's around me right now. And it's a, it's a hard time right now, but I appreciate shows like this to be able to express the music that I put so much blood, sweat, and tears into this. Mm-hmm. Throughout the years, working with these professional guys, working with Ice Cube, uh, taught me a lot of things. He's a very professional artist, actor, and gentleman. And there are mm-hmm. artists in the game that you can learn a lot from just watching their resume, just watching mm. how they get down when they're dealing with mm-hmm. the outside public to their team, to their fans, to on stage and get out the way. Mm-hmm. And love, you have I to love that. Your own way. You have to stay out your own way, sis, because I'm not a groupie, and I, if mm-hmm. I'm not invited, I'm not there. I'm a breath of fresh air when I step in the room. I still look 20-some years old, and I'm going to keep my body together until they tell me I can't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yes, indeed. Yes. So you brought a warrior on the show, and I'm probably going to get a lot of likes and follows today. They're going to, you know, salute to all the warriors out there that already know who I am and what I'm about and what I'm bringing to the the game and the industry. Mm -hmm as far as a woman's point of view and a warrior's point of view because it's not, I'm not divided in hip-hop. I do it for everybody. Yes, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Mm-hmm. You're, And I just want to commend you because first and foremost, I want to say it is an honor to have you to yeah. visit and to come through uh, on this platform tonight and to share the love that emanates from you and your aura, and the positivity of the spirit that you possess and the energy. Um, I want to commend you as well for being that voice to this generation and being one that's not ashamed or afraid to assert your femininity and saying, I am beautiful. I I still have a body of a 20-year-old. I'm still lovely and attractive physically. However, I'm a warrioress. So check yourself before you come and step to me, because if you come and step to me wrong, I'm going to check you. I love it. And I love how you came and in, in, in was saying, I have 20 nephews and nieces, because I also have a lot of nephews and nieces, but I don't yet mother a child of my own biologically. I'm a spiritual mother to many. But I approve and appreciate that in saying your love extends beyond just your own home. You are concerned with the community. Whenever a person speaks to me and they say our children, when they're referring to the children of the world or the community, that touches my heart deeply because every child, I, I take them as my child. I they should are, love they them are as, they are that's right. You know what I mean? If you if tomorrow we just become homegirls and you have a baby, that's my baby. Kiss my baby for me. That's I'm, it. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's right. You know, that's just how that goes. You know, that's they, right. they are babies. And they love us. And, you know, I remember being that kind of artist that did, people didn't know who I was, but, the challenge wasn't that they didn't know how I was. They got a chance to know me before I got on stage. And then when I got off, they was like, girl, I didn't even know that was your heart, though. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, I, you know, maybe this was why a lot of 
and you know, reserve me, preserve me, and save me. You mm-hmm. know, and and let you know the message be clear that women that raised us are warriors. They worked very hard. They didn't have yes, to go indeed. to the strip club. They didn't have nobody didn't have to make it rain on them. We loved them. Nobody didn't have to pull up in fancy cars. We loved them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? None of this stuff had to happen for us to love these women unconditionally. Right. That's right. Nobody had to do that. And I come from a generation of all kinds of things, hustlers, ballers, intelligent mm-hmm. people. But most of all, I come from the city of champions. I come from Inglewood, California. Mm. There, there are successful people that come from the city that I'm from, and I represent one of a kind. Yes, indeed. See, that's it. That's key, and that's what I'm always promoting, even with the platform of this show. Artists, remember, you rep. You are repping your city, your family, not just your own self. Consider that, because a lot of times we get selfish in this game, and we tend to say, I'm doing me. Like, we're not representing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, the corner store where your mom had to get all your food and stuff. That's, That's right. Business. The business Not community in your neighborhood, you represent all things. Everything, and because those people have families. And That's right. Everybody, from just from your selfishness, you take it from everybody. Just from selfishness of, of hip-hop, they took a lot of information from these kids. They mm. don't know nothing. They don't know their history. They don't know us because nobody talked them nothing. That's right. They always gave it to them. They gave it to them because the parents felt guilty from not being there. Mm, That's not all of our fault. That's not all of our fault. I'm not responsible for that because I'm there for the children that are being raised around me every day. Right. That's right. I just, just, and I'm going to share this with y'all because I'm supposed to be meeting people at the club, but I'm going to share this with y'all. I just Mm -hmm. talked to my niece last week. She was 28 years old. She had the gastric surgery. Let me tell you, sisters. I'm 42 years old, and I wouldn't even tell this to the world, but my niece is 28 years old. She died because she had a surgery, thinking that she needs to better herself. But what? Mm. She was a beautiful woman. She Beauty, had three, right. three children that she has left here for a lot of bless me with to be able to mold and show that they, they are loved, no matter mm. what they have, no matter who they are. My niece did not allow us to bring her that love that we have. She mm-hmm. fought it, and she fought a hard battle to be so negative about things. And her doctor said this, and her doctor said this, and she didn't do it. You understand what I'm saying? So when I tell you, yes. if you already have just a little bit of weight on you, please eat better. Please just go work out. Yes, please just yes, go indeed. Please water for a whole week and just try to try to cleanse yourself. Don't, mm-hmm. don't take your money to a doctor who don't care for you later on. Some the family has to care for you and watch you suffer. From mm. something that you could have did in a different way. So I do this work right. music, and I've I've been doing it when my niece was young because I was an auntie at 13 years old. So my mission mm-hmm. has never been to be a parent like that. I already was. Right. Yes, indeed. At 13 years old, and one of my sisters have eight children. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So these are children that love their auntie. I'm super auntie, and guess what? I'm gonna be a super rapping auntie. So they could see how a warrior really, when you want something, you go and get it. You go and do it. You don't let yes. it stop you. 
You don't let nothing block you. The obstacles, the triumphs, oh, I'm not going to add them all up and turn them into rewards for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is my reward for everybody that get a chance to really embrace what the music is about on the West Coast. We have music that will, you know, rock your world and cleanse your soul at the same time. It's not all gangsta over here. We really love it. Right, right. You know? Well, we definitely embrace you and your artistry, and we want you to know, please share your information. We do have uh, an events page for tonight, which is the Accessible Scribble Show. That's episode 53 if you're on Facebook. But we have a fan page that's ongoing, and that's the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page. And we are inviting you to post your information about uh, your latest uh, release as far as any music that's currently uh, available to everyone to purchase, to listen to, any anything that you have that is currently present, whether it's in book form, e-book form, paperback, it doesn't matter. We want your information. Yes, any calendar events, feel free to come to our page and share it. We will promote it. Thank you so much tonight. You guys have a blessed one. And, and You too. I love y'all so much. I appreciate it. We love you too. Thank and please, you. don't let yes. this be your last visit. You're welcome. Oh, the door's open to you Thank anytime. You. Thank you, Lady Toy. No problem, y'all. Have a blessed night. Yes, much love to you and Thank safe you. travels to you as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. And she was so gracious. I have to say this. Very gracious. Um, Very she was gracious. waiting. She was impatient, uh, just waiting for her turn. And I saw her. I mistook her for someone else. And I know that uh, the other person from California, they're usually on with us to, you know, till the end. So I said, well, save the best for last. But I'm, something said, no, go to her next. So I'm glad that I did. And lo and behold, she had a, a set amount of time to be with us. So, And I'm very grateful for everything she shared. It was so on point with what we've been discussing on tonight. Wasn't it, Queen yes. Nikki? It truly, 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 truly was. Can I say something, ladies? Yes, Scott. Um, that, that was who I was waiting on. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Yeah, because she's a uh, part of... Um, Manhattan Entertainment up here. And that's when yeah. she said she's working with them. Remember I said that I, some, I was waiting on somebody, Miss Toy. And you sure I don't know did. If yes, that's who I was waiting on. And that was my first time even dealing with her myself because my wife met them on a trip they took Saturday. Wow. And she, she brought the card back to me. She said, you'll like what they're dealing with. And I called him, and he said he would have a call in because I told him, yo, come on the radio show with me. Yeah, I know I'm going to bring people to y'all, man. And if the spirit is right, that's what we get. You know what I'm saying? So that was, right. I, I love well, that. She was definitely a blessing, so thank she you. She was on point. I'll be dealing yes, with indeed. her because I'm going to be dealing with a, pub, a, a publication company. So her management company, excuse me. So I'll be dealing with her, and she'll be back. Okay. Well, definitely, um, please remind her for us to post all her information on the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page because we definitely want to promote her as well. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so okay. much. Okay. We appreciate that. And before we go any further, I just want to share there's information that needs to be discussed and shared. 
Um, we're talking about hip-hop, and this is an overview. I'm going to share a little background information about one person in particular who was very instrumental in the very birthing of hip-hop here in the U.S. The name is Africa Bambata. He was born Kevin. Okay, he was born Kevin Donovan. He was instrumental in the early development of hip-hop. Donovan changed his name to Africa Bambata, Asim, in honor of an ancient Zulu chief. In 1973, Bambada was a gang warlord of the violent Black Spades. But after a trip to Africa, he led his gang away from crime to musical innovation in his universal Zulu Nation movement. Africa transformed New York gangs into crews who would battle with words rather than guns. By 1977, Bombada had begun organizing block parties all around the box, and he was soon renowned as one of the best DJs in the business. So that's a little background about one of the, I guess you could call them parents of the hip-hop movement. (laughs) Yes, 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 the icons. Yes, indeed. And we want to say a big shout out to the Universal Zulu Nation movement. It's all about raising awareness, raising the social consciousness of the people. Correct, King Scott? Yes, ma'am. That was the original mission of hip-hop. Yes, indeed. Zulu. Zulu. Zulu Nation. All right, all right. Next, we're going to go to uh, we're going to go back to Dr. Sharonda at this time because we want to hear some more poetry, and then we're going to just go from one to the next, and we're going to have everybody say some poetry before we wrap up tonight's show. Y'all going to give um, me another shout out, Francine? Yes. I am going to go ahead and put out some. Um, so I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Exceptional Scribble Show yet again and for your participation. Thank our special guests that provided such a great story and interview. Everyone have a wonderful night. Stay tuned, and until next week, be blessed. Thank you so much, Queen Nikki. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the co-host of The Exceptional Scribble Show. She is also the CEO of Business Solutions. If you are not yet acquainted with her on Facebook or with her business, look her up. She is available. You can find her on Facebook. Look up Nikki Taplin, T-A-P-L-I-N, and or just look up Business Salute, S-A-L-U-T-E, Shuns, S-I-O-N-S. We love you, Queen Nikki. Love you, too. Thank you. Good night. You're welcome. Good night. Have a good evening. Okay, we're going to Dr. Sharonda. Welcome back, Dr. Sharonda. She Dr. Cooking. Sharonda? <laughs> welcome back, Dr. Sharonda. Are you with us? Okay, we'll come back to her. We're going to go to North Georgia. 
Welcome, North Georgia. Welcome back. Mm. North Georgia, welcome back. Thank you for having me. Yes, welcome back. B-I-double-G, the artist, ladies and gentlemen, he's back. Uh, B-I-double-G, the artist, at this time, we would like to hear some more poetry from you. Okay. And the mic is now in your hands. Fully speak, speak, speak. And in fact, you speak with a reason. In fact, you always speak with a reason. Speak, a specified reason, and walk, and walk with a reason, and talk, and talk with a reason, and communicate. Live life with reason, and deeply embrace life. Embrace your life. And along the way, watch how others who you cross paths with embrace you, embracing what you're working with. And not ever can you float like an eagle. And the reality is many have feathers and not many what feathers can handle the long-awaited, ongoing, upcoming weather. Now, that's it either exuded or it's hardly used. We'll talk life ain't no cruise. And it's a package of ups and downs. Life exudes smiles, frowns, even tears, and over and over and over and over time. Tears will flow. Tears will echo. Tears will flow in silence and in public. Life Ain't redundant. You yourself, you gotta plunge deep, plunge and exude fluent vibrations and keep going still and still go dig for the honey. You deserve like a bee with words. And over time at the right time, you'll flock and you'll blossom and you'll go from being fruitless to being a ordained gift fit for the ribs, fit, fit, fit for the turns. The rotations are going to turn. And the further you go from literally. But then you decide to go in audacity. Emphatically speaking, real talk, the big dog and Petrus Fury, literally, emphatically speaking, yeah. Emphatically speaking, the big dog and Petrus Fury. It's not a game. Well, well, well. I said I have to just give the round of applause reply to that. Thank you. It was nothing short of noteworthy, and it was well-versed, well-versed. Can you give us some detailed information, some background on that piece, please? Sure. I tell them when people speak, they... They don't know what to say. Like they kind of like off topic, or they're caught off guard. Whether it's something that was produced, or just something that this was in your head, but you might not know how to actually say it. A lot of times when people speak, a lot of times when you ask somebody to speak, they always might say, "You asking me that?" Or I, I'm kind of like. Wordless right now, um, I'm speechless right now. People always say that, but at the same time, if you really practice your gifts and practice your abilities to exhibit what you really feel and say, you always speak. You always have something in the tank to give. Like like, like if you're a magician, you're always going to have something to one to crowd with. You, you can't just have one trick. you got to have more than one trick to... Mm. Everybody entertained. 
So mm-hmm. you got to be willing to have the left hand and the right hand ready, whether it's written or in your head. You got to be able to to have defense and offense of artistry prepared at any given time. Because people will always ask you, what does that mean? What are you saying? What's the story behind that? How do you feel about it? And you got to be able to express it. So you always got to speak. Because you can't just speak poetically. you got to speak literally as well. So you got to be able to speak as an artist and as a person because you're actually both. You're not just one or the other. You're both because mm-hmm. the person is the artist and the artist is the person. So you got to speak always, every time, all the time, whether you ask the question or ask the question indirectly or you were were specifically saying something that expresses who you are, but at the same time, it deeply explains who you are further, along with your poetry and along with your mindset, which gives you an opportunity to express how you see and view what you believe in, what you say. Like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks for that input. It's always good to hear good advice. Good advice is never to be taken lightly. I'm one that knows the worth of receiving good advice. People advise all the time, but there's nothing better than receiving good advice, and especially for artists, we need advisors that are good advisors. Um, it's important as an artist that whomever you are seeking or gaining advice from is someone that is in good standing. Their life is in order. They have good values. They have a positive attitude, a positive mentality. They have a positive energy and a positive spirit about themselves. Be very cautious of who you seek advice or counsel from as an artist because whatever you ingest or whatever you take in, whether it's through the eyes, whether it's through the ears, that forms you, that is going to mold you, either pro or con. So it's important that we're selective, that we're not just taking people on face value because someone else said, oh, this is a good person uh, to get advice from. Know for yourself. Do your own homework, ladies and gentlemen, those of us who are artists, who are artists. I am specifically speaking to the artists out there, know for yourself that that person is credible, know their credentials, know that they're legitimate, know know their track record. Because if you get the wrong advisor and they're giving the wrong advice, you're heading for disaster. And I guarantee you nine out of ten times, They're not going to be there to pick up the pieces. You're going to be there on your own, having to pick up the pieces of your own life and to put them all back together. So 
So let's be wise, ladies and gentlemen, artists, all genres. It doesn't matter what genre of an artist you are. It does matter that you're wise. It does matter, especially in today's world. It does matter that you're selective, and it does matter that you're discerning, that you're able to differentiate good advice from crap, okay, because there's crap and then there's fact, and we need to know the difference between the two because not everything that's dished out because it's on China, ding, 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 just because it's on China, just because it came from someone that, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, has platinum status does not make it good advice for you. So know what's good for you. There's an old saying, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Well, not necessarily true. What may be good for one may not work for me. We're not all alike. We're not all the same. And that's another thing. You've got to know what's good for you. What works for you? Maybe what works for you don't work for me. And if I'm too blind to see that, I'm heading for trouble because I'm going to try something that works for you, and it may be devastating for me. I cannot expect the result that you had to, in turn, be the same result that I'm going to have. We're different. The world consists of people. Not all of us are alike. Different strokes for different folks. You've got to know what works for you. And once you know what works for you, stick with it. Yes, this is Fran the Sage Poet, the host of the Exceptional Scribble Show, giving some good advice at this time. Stick with what works for you because transitioning may not be in your best interest. It may not be for you to transition from what's right. If it's right, keep it, work with it, let it work on you because it works for you. And whatever's for them, let it be because it's for them. Sometimes I think we're trying too much to be somebody else or we're trying to be like the rest instead of just being who we are. And in us not being who we really are, we lose so much. And there's so much to gain, ladies and gentlemen. Let's stop losing. It's time to stop losing and start winning. It's time to say, you know what? You know what? I like who I am. And I know I'm still evolving. I'm not all that I'm going to be. But I like who I am. And I'm so grateful to be who I am. And you know what? I'm going to keep on evolving until I become who I am supposed to be. And I'm not going to let other people change me. Why? Because I'm this way for a reason. You're who you are for a purpose. Artist, yes. 
So be the artist you were born to be. Not what somebody's trying to make you, because that's their opinion. Be who you really are. Discover all of who you are. And it takes time to do that. You've got to become a student learner of yourself. You've got to study yourself. Okay, well, I know I do this good. You know what? I'm really good at this. I excel at this. I'm, you know what? I can do. I got this skill. Start identifying your, your own skill set, your own abilities. Know what talents you own as an artist and work on the cultivation, the mastery of those abilities and skills because that should be the end game. That should be the long-term goal. I want to master what I am. I want to master being the poet I am. I want to master being the musician I am. I want to master being the sound engineer I am, the mixer of beats I am, the producer I am. Know who you are and be who you be. Stop letting other people pull you in all so many directions that are just not the way you are supposed to take. That is what brings on stress, and that will kill you. Stress is a killer. Know your own destiny. You're on a path. Study and learn where this path is leading you. Know the route that you're taking. Master the art. Whatever the art is, we all have an art as an artist to master. Master the artistry within you. And once you determine in your mind that you're going to master that art that is inside of you, Nobody will be able to change your mind. No matter whether you fall, you're going to get back up and you're going to say, you know what, I didn't do so well yesterday, but tomorrow I'm going to do it better. Why? Because you know you can, because it's in you to do it. Once you know what's in you and you've discovered your voice as an artist, No one can change your mind. Not only will you do it, you will advance and excel in it and be the best at it that you can be. I say this with love, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm hoping that everyone that's listening takes it to heart because we all have a voice as an artist. And no, our voices are not all alike. They're unique to its purpose, and as we fulfill our destiny, we identify with our purpose to the fullest. I'm going to go to Dr. Sharonda at this time. We're going to get some more poetry read. Dr. Sharonda? I'm here. (laughs) All right. Welcome back. Well, we're ready. Um, We'd like to hear some more poems, and if you have something that you would like to share before you recite a poem, you're welcome to do that as well. Uh, now, this um, this poem is it's in my book, and it's, this is called I Don't Care What It Costs. Mm, outstanding. 
The mic is in your hand. I am glad my mind is at peace. I don't have a peace of mind. They tell me if you seek, then you will surely find. My vision is twenty 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 because my third eye is not blind. And we are all prisoners of this thing called time. Some people compare me to a hustler because I'm always on my grind, similar to a diamond because how bright I shine. For me, love and hate is a very thick line, and not loving yourself is a serious crime. So I love myself unconditionally. I said it before, I am meant to be. I can never sell out, no matter what the fee. I control my own destiny because I have the key. So it's up to me how I want to live and how much love and understanding that I want to give to study and learn about the things I need to know and forgive those who done me wrong so that I can grow. See, I found out a long, long time ago, what you reap, you will surely sow. Don't hang on to anger. Just let that mess go, and you'll be blessed from here to toe. I throw out good vibes into the universe, and I'll continue to do so until I'm in a hearse. To be conscious and enlightened is both a blessing and a curse. And when you don't tell the truth, you only make matters worse. Panic and chaos is running loose. Some people have trouble with facing the truth. Take care of your responsibilities. There's really no excuse. What type of example are we displaying to our youth? We're living in a world where young people are scared to dream. They're trying to mask their pain by smoking weed and drinking lean. Do you really know what living out your purpose means? It sure ain't cash rules everything around me cream. I strive to improve each and every day. Mm. Living in this world has to so it's important that we pray because we are failing our youth in a terrible way. They are watching what we do. They're not listening to what we say. Having a generation that is lost is the price we pay. Everything in the universe all connects, which means everything in the universe deserves respect. I am your lifeline and you are mine. If one bulb is blown, then none of us shine. My spirit is too big to be in anyone's shadow. This is not my fight. This is God's battle. I have a relationship with the creator, so I would never be lost. Liberation is ours, and I don't care what it costs. Mm, mm, mm. That poem, I herald that piece right there, that literary piece, because... It is the truth, and it's a message that needs to be widely published. We need our youth hearing it. If it could be put on the radio and done in a rap, that would be great because a lot of our youth only listen to rap. If it could be put in a uh, song that could be sung in our early childhood daycare centers, in such a way where, you know what I mean, like the the Mother Goose rhymes and things right. like that, that will be outstanding because at least we know we're getting it in them early. Right. And the earlier, the better. 
I wow. really like Thanks. that piece a lot. <laughs> awesome, awesome. That's what we need. We need more truth mongers, people that they they do it with a passion. That's one thing I can say about you. You tell the truth with a passion. It's not out of obligation. You do it with conviction because this is your life, you know, and you understand if we don't tell them, they're going to die out here exactly. in this world today. So um, I I do, I highly commend that piece. I'm going to go to North Georgia and get some feedback from uh, B.I.G., the artist and poet. Welcome okay. back, B.I. Double G. Thank you. Yes, I would like for you, if you can, give some feedback to Dr. Sharonda on her piece, please. Sure. Mm-hmm. That poem expresses the depth of trying to counsel somebody that's younger, light years younger, about how life really is. So by the time you get to that point, you know what they're saying in ABC steps, but at the same time it's mature enough to explain to you what not to do and what you should do. And at the same time the person expresses how they felt about doing right and doing wrong, but at the same time they're humble enough to express that they still needed to learn themselves. So they want to share that with you so you can learn and never stop learning because you can never learn enough. The more you learn, the more you grow. The more you grow, the more you understand that you still have growth even as an adult. So you never can stop growing. You can always continue to learn more and more. And school is beyond A's, B's, and C's. School is fundamentally everyday life. It's learning more and more and being a better person, going to be a better person. So that poem expresses volumes about learning about life and becoming a better person and being humble enough to want to do it and not having a problem of knowing that you didn't know what was right and what was wrong by being who you are towards yourself and sharing it with the generation that's not where you are, but you know that at some point in your life, you used to be that person that's in front of you. And now you see that they don't know what you know, but you're trying to share with that person so they can make it and not get chopped up on the process because life is different today. You know, life can, can chop you up and not care about you. So you got to be able to share that with the generation that's younger because they might not be able to put on the armor that you learn to put on. Mm. You know, they might not be able to understand that kind of thinking, you know, because it's harder today growing up than it was when the people were before this internet generation. Yeah, it's most different. definitely. Because, you know, when we, when we were kids, we didn't, we didn't have the internet. We, 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 we did what kids do, read a book, you know, Mm-hmm. In the house, play play regular games. We we didn't play yeah. video games all day. Right. You know, mm-hmm. We didn't, we didn't have we didn't, we didn't have a a, a a PlayStation at three or four years old. You know? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. <laughs> you know it's, it's different today. So you know 
they don't understand the value of actually using your brain. And they, the thing about this generation is they have everything that we didn't have, but yet this Lord in us mentally. Mm. Okay. So yeah. You yeah. know why? Because everything is doing the thinking for us. You know mm-hmm. the, the the smartphones. Now remember, yeah. you used to know everybody telephone number. No matter how many people it was, you had the telephone numbers in yes, your head. Now, right. if you lose your phone, you're losing your mind because all the numbers are mm-hmm. <laughs> in your phone. <laughs> Calculators. True. I know my 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 granddad. He yeah. he forbidden me to 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 use calculators. He told me scratch paper and a pencil was my calculator, and I wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I, I wasn't allowed to until they had made it. They made it a requirement, and then he went and bought me the best calculator, like the Texas Instrument. Like with mm-hmm. the and and stuff like that, and it it took me a, a while to learn that. But like he yeah. he always believed in you know just using your mind because my grandfather can go into a store and I can throw stuff in the cart, and by the time he go out, he know the exact price of how much yeah. it's going to cost. But now we don't have that, you know. Every mm. it just so everything, true. you it's know, is doing yeah. the work for us. Yeah. And then it's the type of curriculum that is used to educate our children today. It It's that dumb them down mm-hmm. curriculum. So there's a lot of things they're not even privy to that we were exposed to in school. They don't use their brains anymore. They, they uh-huh. have a button that pushes and thinks for them. And they're being taught. It's a lot of um, untruths, too. Um, even mm-hmm. the maps and different things as far as, like, the history uh, teachers. I've had nieces and nephews to share with me um, what they were learning, how they even had to tell the teacher, well, wait a minute, you you didn't mention this, and this occurred first, and different things. So, see, it's a curriculum that's actually designed to dumb our youth down and to miseducate them, mm-hmm. not to educate them. So, it's important that the parents take the initiative and make certain that they have the the literature in in the home. Yes. Right. And 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 the and uh all the te- the resource tools, the resource learning tools in the home for the children because to send them to school and to put your confidence in the teachers to do it. The teachers aren't even Allowed. I remembered I was watching the news and they were showing there were some teachers that were arrested, literally arrested and removed from the school premises because they were teaching history. Mm. So, see, it's a different, yes, this is a different age. This is a different day. And we really have to know what's going on and know that the system itself isn't designed for our children to advance. No, it's not. And to progress, and we've got to be the ones to initiate for them to advance and progress because the system is working against them. Right. You, you know, it's um, not right, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and one of the things that, like, I've I've noticed as, and everything is that they, they, they teach our kids. Now, the curriculum is supposed to be, you know, reading, writing, spelling, arithmetic, different things like that. But at the same time, you know, I I feel that um, self-esteem should be taught, 
Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and yes. um, <clears throat> um, intelligent, um, emotional intelligence should be taught. Right. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> those are things that that we should have in us in order to 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 um, strive anyway and survive. So why do why the um, I know the parents are supposed to teach it as well, but I believe that it should be done at home and at school. I, I'm one of them parents. I was always at my daughter's school. Um, I had the luxury of doing that because I, I wasn't able to homeschool, but I, I monitored the public schools real close about my child, you know. And mm-hmm. my daughter used to always say, she was like, the one place where kids supposed to get away from their they mom and you're there because I, I did girl circles and I volunteered like for girl circles different little things like that I had a um a all boys circle and stuff because it's things that they should be taught that that school don't teach them in order for them to to thrive and get ahead I know my daughter she was a little behind in reading and I put her in, in Selvin Learning Center but also with that I also taught her, you know, how to facilitate. I taught her, you know, how to to be a leader. I taught her those things right there so that she can feel good about herself and not focus on the fact that, you know, she wasn't reading as well. But then when I told her um, she wanted to be an actress, and I said, well, you got to know how to read and remember the scripts and stuff, and that's how I was able to get her to read. And 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 one of the things too is that the article by D. Lee where it said, you know, if you want to have something from a black person, just put it in a book. And I remember mm-hmm. she, I remember she, I said, read this, and she was like, this too long. Why I gotta read? It? I said, girl, if you don't read this, I'm gonna knock you out. And she read it, and she was like, mama. I said, see, you all, you almost made it true. And ever since then, she reads everything. Mm-mm-mm. That's a great lesson. Yes, indeed. You got to read. Exactly. Read. Even when you go shopping for some candy, you still got to read. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But, like, one of the things is that we have to make the learning relevant to the children. If it don't feel relevant to the children, then it's not going to seep in. It's not. It's not going to stay, you know. But if they feel good about the things that they can do, you have to develop their strengths and talents, even if it's something totally different than academics, so that they can feel good about themselves, and then they can apply that and that feeling to other parts of their life. That's right. All right. That is the truth. Yes, indeed. We've got to make the learning relevant to our youth. Mm -hmm. When they can make that connection with what we're teaching them to what's happening in the world today, current events, and in their own personal life, then the real learning begins. If we're not making it relevant and significant, to them as for their life, then we're going to lose them and they're not going to learn what they should. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to realize and, mm-hmm. that. All right, good. 
you got to realize homework is not just an A, B, or C. It's life. Like, you got to do homework forever. You got to study. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, you know, that's the awareness. Once we raise that awareness in the minds of the youth and they realize it is imperative that they be lifetime learners in order to benefit in life, then they realize, you know what, everything that I'm learning, whether I realize it or not, it is relevant to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and they'll start making the connections. They'll, You know, it'll be them taking the initiative to do it and at that exactly. intrinsic motivation, right? But we have to model it first. Right. They have mm-hmm. to see it as relevant. We're showing them in our own lives that it's relevant. But if we down talking it and we're like, you know, I, I can't stand this BS, you know, I don't like that. Please, this is terrible statistics. I hate it. I mean, we don't realize they listening. They see it and all. Right. Other yeah. things yeah. that we say, positive or negative, pro or con. Exactly. So we're the first teachers in the home. Because, mm-hmm. see, my daughter witnessed me, you know, um, <clears throat> writing my, my master thesis, um, writing my dissertation. Mm. And, and you know, so that was something that she saw that, you know, I continued my learning. And plus it was like, this is a long distance, so I had nobody to go to and, have, you know, have to have this paper in and have to do that and stuff. This is something that I had to do on my own and, and turn in my assignments. So she saw that. She She saw that. She saw the fact that, you know, I did put in long hours on that dissertation. It's so funny because I used to um, still introduce myself as Sharonda Orich, and she would say, you better tell them you're a doctor. That dissertation took a lot out of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But she knows what a dissertation is. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she sent me, Mm -hmm. you know, she she sent me, like, even sick sitting down and and reading my research and putting it together and stuff. And, you know, we talked about it. I would read some of the stuff to her because when she was um, five years old, I was in school and I I read the the biography of Frederick Douglass because I wanted to talk to her about materialism. And Frederick Douglass didn't get his first pair of pants until he was seven years old. Mm. See what I'm saying? So I had to, you know, I took her back to back in the day and how now that um, the American dream is is all about this materialism and trying to get this and trying to get that. You know, I just think um, my daughter has a friend. I just think their grandfather today, and she he was telling me that she was in jail, you know, for four months she went to jail because she robbed some lady at the at the train station. And when he asked her, why did you do it? She had the audacity to say because she needed the money. Mm. Mm. And I'm talking about this is a good family, good community. I mean, they all in the community. Right. She has been taught morals and values, um, like, because all of them, you know, they, they have – her her mom's a teacher, you know. Her her auntie is a, a um a therapist and stuff. I'm talking about good upbringings, and mm-hmm. I know what she was taught. But right. she she she's letting other people influence her. And how dare you say you? She bust the lady in her head because she needed money. 
Mm. That's right, misguided. Yeah, yeah. Many are and misguided. I mean, and, and she was like really on point. Her when her boyfriend went to to prison, she was working two jobs, and you know she was going to school because she had graduated school early. So my daughter would help her out with her kids, and I would, you know, um, take my daughter to go pick them up from daycare and stuff because she was doing something productive. But mm-hmm. then when he got out, it's like it all went away, and you know she done, she's trying to hold on to him, and so she's doing all of this stuff. When mm-hmm. you know when you do that and you lose yourself, they don't really care about you anyway. And the first chance they get, they gonna leave in the first place because it's not real. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to do something and step into somebody else's shoes just to keep somebody who ain't worth being kept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally true. Totally true. Right. And see, that's the importance of artists because art truly does mimic life. Mm-hmm. And that's the importance of artists making artist, making their artistry such that it it evokes positive images which will influence anyone that's observing the art, influence mm-hmm. their thinking, influence their emotions and how they feel. Because um, I can say for myself, there were times maybe I was just in a funk and not having a good uh, day or just a good week, but it was either a song that I listened to or a painting that I looked at or even sometimes a positive film mm-hmm. that just kind of changed everything and, and got my mind thinking back on track and helped me to refocus and regain my perspective. Even just, you know, sacred script, scriptures, that's art. Yeah. Um, there are certain psalms I know that I will re- refer to and reflect upon. At certain times when I really need, my soul really needs that uh, nurturing and and restoration. So, I mean, art is powerful. It's a powerful instrument that will promote change, pro or con. And and I think that it's the artist's uh, responsibility to make certain that they use it in, in that manner where it will promote good results Mm -hmm. and we can and i say to any artist do it because not just because it's a right thing to do but do it because you can that gift that you've been endowed with by the creator it was put inside of you for you to cultivate minds and and to promote life not for you to incite death or Mm -hmm. to promote war which some people are using their art for that cause. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's a personal choice, but I would say to anyone, if you call yourself a community leader, community helper, um, a community builder, someone that upbuilds the community, um, or anything, a mentor, uh, then it is imperative for you to use your artistry to promote life. And yes, you can. Yes, you can. I'm going to share. There's a uh, a poem 
that I wrote and I, I really want to share because it's one, it, it does provoke thought and it also encourages um, others to note the very the very purpose why it's important to reach out mm-hmm. to one another. We are all our neighbors, each other's neighbor. Whether we live next door to one another, across the street, across town, we are connected in some way. Mm-hmm. And just like I breathe, you breathe oxygen. We we need oxygen to breathe. We need oxygen. We're sharing oxygen, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. It's not your oxygen, my oxygen, his oxygen, her. Oxygen is being shared by all of us on this planet. And if we don't realize just how connected we are because we co-inhabit Earth, mm-hmm. we are um, of one family. Humanity is one family, even though... We come in different shades. Uh, there's different persuasions. Uh, we have different, quote-unquote, subdivisions, classes. We're still one one species. Humanity is one species. And it shouldn't have to take aliens to come to Earth for us to realize how much truth is in that statement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where we all, then we all have to be at war together and fight the aliens. But um, this piece is entitled She Breathes, and it does have an, um, a sequel piece, He Breathes, and I'm going to read it. She Breathes. To the night falls and the sun sets. In her eyes find few regrets. For she has lived the life she could only dream would ever manifest. She breathes. She breathes, but no one believes her motions. Her hands are faster than their eyes could attain unto. She is the real McCoy with no false notions. She breathes until the earth quakes and the heavens shake. She breathes. As her mind rumbles loud and strong like thunder, it rolls for the walking dead who roam the streets because they have sold their souls. She breathes. She cries because men are deceived. She breathes. As the sun rises again, she hopes for change and a better end. She breathes. While the moon bleeds, yes, The moon turns to blood, but none will consider it is the end of days. The heathen rage, but none will be penitent. She breathes over the lost sheep who have not yet been found. She breathes while the stock market crashes and the U.S. economy starves to death. She breathes while babies are killing their babies. And fathers are lawless. She breathes. Yet and still no one wants to clean up their mess. She breathes. Not. But only death. Answers her. She breathes. She breathes. She breathes. 
in response. Time embraces the wings of her ascent into peace. All right. That was nice. Thank you. Thank I like, you. Yeah, I like that. And that piece, I don't know. It, it, I was in a moment where I was just being reflective and writing, and the two words actually came to me first before the verses came. She breathes. Mm-hmm. And I began to have this picture, this image in in my mind, in my head, and it was of a woman actually just kind of breathing, but no one really caring that she was breathing. Mm-hmm. And then being in that mindset helped me to kind of understand how, you know, people are breathing all about us, but sometimes we're oblivious to the fact that, yes, they're breathing their lives too. I'm not just here. We're not just here alone going through this. They're here too. They're breathing the same oxygen I'm breathing. They're here on the same plane as I am. They're seeing the same things I'm seeing. And that's really how that came about, she breathed. And this piece is is the, uh, like, Kind of like the, uh, you know, you have a coin and it has two sides. You got the the head and the tail. Well, that was the female. Now this is the male. He breathes. Mm-hmm. He breathes when he fights, when he screams and yells for the night has suffocated his offspring to death. He breathes as he raises up both fists To swear to the Almighty, he will never let the oppression of the past be his present state ever again. He breathes because the day is full of night stalkers. He breathes because his end is not his beginning, and so the legend has reversed its hold on him. He breathes for his wife and lady friend are both at odd ends. One loves him best, and the other couldn't care less. He breathes. As the tables are turned and his heart is like an urn, carrying the debris of past woes, his upward climb is more like a stop and go on the expressway during a traffic jam. He breathes. The more he cries, the more he denies. He breathes. The harder he hits, the longer the injustices prevail. He breathes. His hands are only closed whenever the thief draws nigh. He moans and groans for children he hasn't even fathered. He breathes. Nothing seems real. He breathes. No one cares. He breathes. His heart fails him for fear of what will come next. He breathes. His life is minuscule as problems are enlarged. He breathes. The more he can gross in a business project, the better he sleeps at night. He breathes. His morning tea is bitter, but his afternoon tea is sweet. He breathes and breathes again until days turn into weeks. He breathes. His hands are warmer than his heart. He breathes and nothing blue 
turns red, for the bitter is the sweet, and the cold day is the hottest day of the week. He breathes. Nothing good comes easy and nothing bad comes hard. He breathes, for he knows his end is near, and so he breathes until there is no air left to breathe. In the peace. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I um the the um part that really stuck out to me is when you said um his his hands is warmer than his heart. Mhm. And that you know um nothing good comes easy, and nothing easy comes. What? How did you say that? Yeah, nothing um, good comes easy and nothing bad comes hard. Comes hard, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing because sometimes, you know, as you're writing, it's almost like a possession. It's like your pen just writes. Right. <laughs> your pencil just Most writes. Definitely. And it yeah. just comes together. And then afterwards you really think it through and then you do your edits or what have you. Right. But it was like those two lines, I knew those two were supposed to stay there. It's amazing that you picked out those two. But yeah, some others that, were changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a lot out of it, but that's just like really because like the the state of our black men, actually mm-hmm. that is, I just feel like that is a very true statement. And it, it's not because, you know, it, it's, it's because of how society has treated them and how black women have treated them. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact of not holding them accountable, you know what yeah. I'm saying, um, and and be or either belittling them, um, belittling who they are, and everything because we have been tricked to think that you know because we're on Section Eight and stuff like that that we take care of our children. But we're not taking care of our children if we on Section Eight. But then we are, um, you know, we are belittle the man because he's not doing anything, and you think because you got Section Eight, you're doing something. So as women, we have to really visit that, or like you know, the 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 mom with the son who who um you know who don't let him grow up and always then. And and not showing him the the correct way of treating a woman, and again it comes comes back to us. We have to have that conversation. Um, the man who strays, because mm-hmm. like if you, women, if you know a man is with somebody, you shouldn't be talking to that man. That's why mm-hmm. they able to do it, you know. All and right. then. Nine times, then after that, the women is arguing. The man is just standing there with a grin on his face. Mhm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so yeah, when that when you had said that, that just really is just like all came back to dang. This is why you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. that that definitely sparked up some mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I agree with you because there's that line in that piece. He breathes, he breathes for his wife and lady friend like, are yeah, both at odd yeah, end. Yeah, you know, one yeah. loves him best, and the other couldn't care less. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, 
Yeah, that that stuck out to me too. Right, you mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. It's that was real. at the beginning, more at the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. That yeah, that stuck out to me too. But it just really like got my um, gears turning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we can identify. That's the thing about art, and art really does it. It mimics life. Um, as writers and artists. Literary artists, that's what we do with our pen. We mimic life. We testify of the mm-hmm. things that we have lived. And mm-hmm. if we didn't experience it firsthand, we observed it right. firsthand. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So it's very real to us, you know, the images that we portray via writing, you know. And we know this is this is the way it is. This is the way it's been for many. This is the way it's going to be because, unfortunately, um, I've heard it said many times often, and it's true. Um, as humans, we are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what we do, it will continue to be done, you know. Even when we reform, someone else is going to do it, you know. It's like Exactly. Yeah, it, it keeps going. The beat goes on. It just doesn't stop. And the best thing we can do is try to instruct the next generation on how to do things better. Um, exactly. Each generation should definitely, that should be the goal to do things better because, you know, every generation has its flaws. Every generation failed in some way. Every generation succeeded in some way. Mm-hmm. But with each generation, things should improve and get better, exactly. not worse. Right. Mm-hmm. Explain to me the the line you said that um, his morning tea is bitter, but his afternoon tea is sweet. Yes, um, the morning tea, you know, tea for me, that's a favorite drink of mine. And tea is usually something that people tend to enjoy as um, it's like a comfort food or comfort Mm -hmm. beverage. You know, it tends to relax your mind or what have you. So the morning tea being bitter, meaning his mornings aren't so, so. Like, you know, he wakes up, it's always something not good, you know, he's faced with. But come the afternoon time, like his afternoon tea is sweet, meaning that things change, you know, can like change from his morning. Pass. Yeah, morning. exactly. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, like your trial, your tribulation, you know. Right. It, it okay. passes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to let y'all go. I, this has been lovely. It's, it's something I, I definitely needed. Because I um, got my hands full, I got, um, I just got um, I got temporary custody of of three of my nieces, and oh, you know okay. my, my yeah my child should be twenty one, so I'm being mom all over again. All over I got again. An eight, I got an eight year old here. Um, my niece about to be three in two weeks, and I got a five year old oh. here. So it's going to you know going up to schools, and you know my my. Eight-year-old niece, she has sickle cells. I mean, not sickle cells, um, cerebral palsy. So it's oh, like, okay. you know, taking her to her yeah, different that's... appointments and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's really been, it's a, it's been a blessing. Don't, don't get me wrong. They, they all are joy and stuff. But it has been kind of hard jumping mm-hmm. back into that routine of, you know, being the mom is going up to the schools and and all of that stuff. So. I just got to get back into the swing of things. <laughs> but this, yeah, this really uplifted me. I appreciate it. 
and I look forward to it every week because it is something that, like, I really do be needing. So you keep up the great work because this is Thanks truly so a blessing. Yeah. Thanks. And that's from Queen Nikki as well because, you know, we're a team and Queen's of poor. She's usually with us from 10 yeah. to 11. Yeah, so all, of y- yeah. <laughs> all of y'all, yeah. I, I we look thank to you. It. Yep, y'all have a not- good night. You too. And thanks um, again for sharing your artistry and poetry. We love it. It's always Thank uplifting. You. Bye-bye. Yes, indeed. Good night. Well, B-I-double-G, do you have a poem that you would like us to hear as we close out the show for tonight, or do you just have some words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our listening audience? Feel free. The mic is now in your hands. B-I-double-G, are you there? Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the Exceptional Scribble Show episode 53. We had a very enlightening show tonight. And, of course, we want to say again a big thank you to the feature artists, our special guest in the spotlight for tonight, which was Joseph Yasko. And Joseph Yasko was with us from 8 p.m. to 9.10. And we were enlightened. He educated us on rap music and the technique of identifying rhythm and mixing beats. And, yes, our focus word for tonight was hip-hop. We discussed what is hip-hop. For those of you who would like to learn some of what was discussed who maybe was not able to tune in, you can visit the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page. We're on Facebook. Yay, yay, yay. And when you visit the fan page, you will find some very enlightening quotes that were given from various artists that called into the show. Please go there. Check it out. The Exceptional Scribble Show fan page. Yes, we're on Facebook. And for those of you who are on Facebook, you can also go to The Exceptional Scribble Show episode number 53, and that is the way it is written. The Exceptional Scribble Show episode number 53, and the events, it's the events page that I'm referring to now, which is separate from the fan page, the events page. And on the events page, you will find several things listed. You will find study reference links. If you want to learn a little more information about the overview of hip-hop, its origin, who is referred to as being instrumental in the development of hip-hop, and we're going back to the 1970s now. Uh, you will find out that information there, okay? So let's get a little more knowledgeable, ladies and gentlemen. That is one of the missions of this show. This show's overall mission, of course, is to promote literacy. And, yes, it is a show designed by a writer for the literary artist and also to cater to the artist community and provide to the artist community a platform whereby which they can visit and they can showcase their artistry and also receive the support 
as well as the exposure that they need to further promote their craft. So, ladies and gentlemen, once more, remember to look us up. We're on Facebook, the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page, and like our page, please, like our page. And know that if you're an artist, that page was created for you. It is a page where you can post any and all calendar of events, what's going on, what shows you will be performing, and or if you have a new book that's published, a new CD that's out, that is the page to get it promoted and listened to, okay? The Exceptional Scribble Show fan page. We're on Facebook. And, yes, we're on Twitter. Yes, we are. We're on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. So for those of you who are on Twitter, you can look us up. We're there at X-E-X-C Scribble Show. Once more, at the at symbol, the A with the circle around it. E as an exceptional, X as an X-ray, C as in craft, Scribble Show. Look us up. We're there, too, on Twitter. Let us know what you think of our shows. Give us some feedback. We do rely on it. It is your feedback that enables us to assess how we're doing so we know what we need to do better, okay? All right. Well, and once again, join us next week. Queens of Porra Thelman will be with us from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. during what we call as the Free Publishing Tips Hour. She will be providing free publishing tips to everyone that is on their way or journey or path to becoming a published author. Yes, tune in then. And for those of you who will be joining us next week, here's what you're going to get on next week, which is April the 21st, Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, EDT, Daylight Time. We will have with us, she is a culinary artist, and she is a cake designer. Her name is Mrs. Kelly St. Pierre. Yes, Mrs. Kelly St. Pierre. And the topic will be culinary arts, of course, and the focus word, design. Okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, tune in. You don't want to miss next week's show. It's all about the taste. Yes, indeed. We're going to that sense of taste for next week. And I guarantee you, when you hear what she's going, the knowledge she's going to drop, you're going to be like, oh, my, I need to order cakes via Miss Kelly St. Pierre. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, tune in next week, April the 21st. You don't want to miss it. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in on tonight. Here's a round of applause to the listening audience for being such such a great audience.
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was for you because without you, there could be no The Exceptional Scribbles show. We would not have the ratings. We would not have the responses that are needed for us to stay on the air. So we want you to know your presence, your contributions are much appreciated. Yes, indeed. I want to say special thanks to Mr. DSR, special thanks to B-I-double-G, the artist and poet, special thanks to Dr. Sharonda, all who have called in tonight, special thanks to my brother, none other than the host of Pull Your Pants Up, Brother King Warrior, Mr. Scott Young. He is on the front line daily. He is a mentor of our youth. He works closely with the police in the city of New York for peaceful relations and also to help the youth reform those that are going astray and wayward. So we want to give a special shout-out to him because we know that he called us tonight, as always, to show his love and support. And his word for the day, as always, was on point. He is our right-hand man, always there, always supporting us. And a really big shout-out to Ms. Toya, who called us from sunny California. Yes, Ms. Toya, and she is well-known. She has made some great strides. Indeed, in the entertainment industry and in hip-hop. And we want to say, um, I have to share this because there were some comments that were made by our feature artists and et cetera about Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne having a team of 10 or 20 writers who write um, and assist. Basically, that's what they're doing, assisting with a lot of the lyrics that he is being accredited for. I want to say this. um, No one can do it by themselves. Um, There are no rainbows in terms of art, ultimately. Um, Artists collab with one another. And I do need to say this. Um, Many people are familiar with the name Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes, she is well-known for her executive producer, director, executive producer, and also writing, most of all, her writing credits um, for shows such as Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, um, and and others. Uh, she's doing a phenomenal job, but she, too, she has a team of writers. Ladies and gentlemen, for some of you that didn't know that, she has a team of writers that she collabs with. So, again, I must reiterate, no one can do it by themselves. It takes a village. Why? Because if I try to do it by myself, guess what? That's only one perception. Let us all come together in the think tank, a meeting of the minds, and guess what? We can get something done, and at a higher level, taking it to the next level where I couldn't do or achieve it alone. So I do commend artists whom are not afraid to take on that challenge of working with other artists or doing collaboration work, having artists come together and to collaborate with them, network with them. Why? Because it's only going to 
help you refine your own skills as an artist. And you can only get better. It's like iron sharpens iron, ladies and gentlemen. So let's not down talk it. Let's not degrade something that's positive within our community because it's something that is positive. Artists should collaborate, come together, work together. And that's another purpose for this platform, the Exceptional Scribble Show, that is. So I want to thank you all. At this time, we're getting ready for a departure. And, of course, before I say goodnight to everyone, I always have a song that we end out with for the evening. Um, but I'm going to do something a little different. Why? Because this is April. Okay. This is April, and we are celebrating National Poetry Month. The month of April is acclaimed here in the U.S. as National Poetry Month. So I want to say on that note to everyone Listening, let us not forget the cause for why we are poets. And listen in, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear some spoken word artistry. We are poets. This is Joshua Bennett. We are poets. Trapped behind the bars of my synthetic mahogany desk, I conceive dreams that reach higher than the Tower of Babel the second before God created dialects. Imagine empires that exist. Only in the space between keyboard and fingertip, I am a Starbucks mocha latte getting gay suppress my wishes in order to make my masters happy they do not know of the candied apple sweet similes that lie waiting below my tongue yet still in the midst of the kaleidoscope colors and Pythagorean triangles that daintily prance on the dance floor of my imagination I try my hardest to focus to clothe the bombarding images that daily invade my psyche as if armies of alliteration were engaging in guerrilla warfare on my attention span when I look at project buildings y'all I see slave ships Seaborne vessels merely turned on their side and covered with African blood-red bricks to complete the disguise. Find mathematical equations in the space between the lonely hands of interracial lovers when they walk side by side through the wrong part of town. Yet I have no time to write down these observations instead. I waste valuable minutes of reflection drowning in the sound waves emanating from my headphones. I'm scared to death of what other people would think of me if they only knew that at night I dream of flying with Icarus, dancing on tapioca-colored clouds and playing hot potato with the sun. The joy of resurrection to someone who has never been slain. I was reborn in this form. Frozen in poetic purgatory by the prayers of Persephone, which lifted me from otherworldly bondage. Poets are not creatures of habit nor practice. We are chosen to walk this earth with holy hands, the shape of crowbars. To pry the eyes of the ignorant back open. Crafted by God to create. Given invisible crayons to wield at birth as its javelins. Carved pictures through passion with a preciseness that no Picasso could ever envision. But we allow our inspiration to wither away. Slowly decomposed like month-old grocery store tomatoes Left neglected on produce aisle shelves We are not ourselves if we do not write Yet so often forced by finances We costume our creativity Try desperately with all we have left To lynch the lyricists 
outside and be just like everyone else. Shatter our 360-degree freestyle cyphers into scattered acute angles. Mimic Bojangles and tap dance just to have a half chance at making some dough. Forgetting that man was never meant to live on bread alone. These fragile human bones are covered with the unwritten poems of all those griots who came before their words. Are the skeleton keys to a treasure chest containing all the actual ever needs? So please, if this undeniable rhythm trapped betwixt the strands of your vocal cords means anything, then release those wings from under that suit jacket. Play freeze tag with the angels, blow kisses to the stars, live life free of fear. Embracing the incessant yin-yang of it all, believing that tomorrow will be brighter if for no other reason than you willed it so, and die happy. Hands laying across your chest in the shape of hope, smiling honestly. As only a poet ever could. That was We Are Poets by Joshua Bennett. You can go to YouTube and hear that live. It was a live recording, and yes, how very inspiring, ladies and gentlemen, especially to all the literary artists under the sound of my voice. I hope that that poetic delivery, that it did uplift your spirit and that it did motivate you to continue on your path, remembering who you are. We are poets. Have a good night. And yes, till next week, peace and good health to all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.